Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. And I'm mates of supercoachchampion.com.au. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo choo! That's right, Corey. The Bombs Express is back. And the people are probably wondering, Corey, it's Tuesday. Why didn't this come out on Monday? Well, you know why, Corey? Because I had an additional stop this weekend. The Bombs Express, he just had to stop off one at one extra stop. You, you want to have a guess where? Yeah, don't worry about it. Do you want to have a guess, mate? He's gone past Essendon. He's gone past Essendon. Can you believe it, Corey? The Bombs Express is flown past... Well, he's not, he hasn't flown. He's just taken the Freight Express. He's taken it down the tracks, down to the Essendon station. Because I heard they had a win on the weekend, Corey. Now, look, we know we usually give the social medias a plug, but we may even give that a miss this week because I think there's more pressing things we need to talk about. Where you can listen to stuff on, uh, find us on Twitter <laughs> uh, and Patreon at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Civicash Elites. What's pressing, Bombs? What's pressing? Well, there was just a big result, um, I would have thought, on uh, on Friday night. Now, it was Essendon and, uh, and Collingwood. They played, and Jaden Stevenson kicked the first goal, and I heard one of our long-time uh, listeners actually had a win on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you got up, you had a good little win on the Steve. I think you had a little bit of a flutter on Steve when he first three goals. So that was really good. I turned it off after the after the first three went in, Bombs, because I did gather that the pies were just going to run away with it from there. So there's probably no point watching. Uh, Can I just say something? The, the comparison in the amount of tweets you were sending off, like tweets per minute in the yeah. first 15. If you can let me defend myself there too. The phone did go flat at one stage as well. So I did go put it on charge and I did come back out and give up. That is no I was excuse. All about, I was all about tipper. There is no evidence of that. But the phone in the first 15 minutes, the, the tweets per minute, you were going at least one a minute, you know, or how much by, I mean, I, I just kept getting notifications. And then all of a sudden, the notification stopped, Corey. Hey, tip us seriously, good call. <laughs> um, look, Bombs, you know, I'm going through a little bit. It's a little bit hard. You know, it was, it was a tough, tough night the other night, watching right. the Bombers, um, you know, absolutely annihilate us. And, and I do need to ask that if everyone just gives me a bit of space and takes it easy on me. Like, I've been, Essendon aren't that good, and I've been pretty nice to them through the last, you know, couple of months. So I just, it got to the point, Bombs, where... You know, the game finished. I was a little bit upset. I was a little bit down. So, decided to get the Clippers out and gave myself a bit of a... <laughs> bit, of a Brit- <laughs> bit of a Britney Spears number the other night. Um, for those that... <laughs> those that uh, aren't going through, following I'm crying. on YouTube. I never can see tears. I'm fucking crying. The hair is oh, gone. <laughs> it's uh, Clippers came out. There's a bit of a shave. Uh, yeah, we uh, did did want to get some Bombers merch for the pod, but uh, couldn't find any. Uh, look at that. Look, here's the gap between the headset now. It's absolutely screwing up because there's no hair there anymore. It's, we're having a bit of a Mary. It just genuinely looked like a cone head. That's, yeah. that's, and the irony of you calling Essendon, uh, the Essendon Football Club, just a bunch of wizard hats and all the rest of it, and here you are just with a fucking a cone head. Yeah, there you go. So I have to deal with something. I look, it helps. I understand why, like I said, I understand why Brittany done it all those years ago. It relieves a lot of stress. Um, straight after that, I felt all right. Um, I will say, though, Bombs, is I expected a lot more. I'm trying to get a spot for this. Doesn't 
so stupid. Um, I did expect a lot more. There we go. That's a little bit better. I did expect a lot more backlash. I head for radio, mate. Head for podcast. This shouldn't be on YouTube. That's for sure. I did expect a lot more backlash from the Essendon fans. I do need to say they're uh, they're, they're a little bit piss weak. If you ask me, they could have come a little bit harder. Um, I expected a lot more hate than what I got. But look, where there's a segment where we are reading out the, the tweets that oh, I got shit. after the game. So, hey, well-deserved. Great win. Fantastic win. They played really good football. They were harder at it. They were hungry. They were. They looked like a good footy side. So let's let's hope they can back that up this week. Because I've said all year, they've been competitive. They've shown competitive spirit. <laughs> they've won a couple of really close games. They've been hard at the ball. And on Friday night, they were the harder team there. So um, flag bombers, I'm all in. Now, Look, what the listeners probably want to know is, and and fair enough, right? I whack. I did say I'd buy a membership, boss. I did say you that did, we would get one. Um, now I had a couple of uh, drive-by passengers on Twitter who thought they were going to get a, a membership. <laughs> uh, Isaac Place was probably the unluckiest because I dropped his name last week just because I knew he was the only sort of member out there that I actually knew. So, but unfortunately, Isaac's not a Patreon member, so uh, you get stuff there. Um, but he's a good man, good fellow of the show. So shout out to Isaac there. Uh, but I did want to reward those who have rewarded us. Um, and as you know, I went to Patreon the other day. And uh, Actually, you didn't know because you don't follow anything. Um, I went to Patreon the other day and uh, headed out, head out and just asked for a couple of the Bombers members to hit us up. So there was uh, a couple of lucky Bombers members because I didn't buy one Bombs. I didn't buy two. I ended up with three Essendon memberships. Um, and so... Those Essendon fans out there that hate me, there you go. I've just bought you fucking three memberships for your shit club. Um, sorry, not shit club. I take that back. They're a good football team. <laughs> Flag bombers. So there's three memberships out there. Look, I'm not going to drop names. I'm not going to say who I bought them for. Um, but they're, they're on their way. Um, the members know who they are. And it was actually for their kids. So one of our Patreon members has had uh, two twins, two twin boys, um, six months year old, uh, six, six months old. So I bought them their first Essendon membership. So really proud of them. Really proud of that. Um, and another one I remember, he's a two-year-old little girl. Um, got an Essendon membership as well. So they're all on the way in the mail. You want to laugh, all right? I'll give you one here. You, or you, you know this. You've heard it off air. But fuck me. This club, dead set. They've just had a win, right? A real, Another real fucking good win. They've just beaten the five. Surely there is someone in their membership department who can take a call on a Monday morning getting ready for people to fucking sign up for membership. I tried to sign up online and realised that you couldn't enter the names. I wanted the names and the memberships. You know, kids get their little cards and shit and whatever that comes through. So I thought, you know, if I can't do it online, I call them up and I'll see if they can send something out. No, no one answers the phone. No one's working due to COVID. I mean, um, surely it's a job you can do from your home. So it's an agree kept someone on the books. What's what's the what's the yeah. CEO's name or the president or whoever it is? Xavier Campbell, I think. Yeah, he could have uh, answered the phone. Yeah. He could have taken it. But um, no, so I had to sign up online, and they send you out. This is the best part. They send you out the pack. So they send you out. I'll get the little baby football, the baby scarf, um, the the baby bib, and whatever it is. The whole pack. I might actually keep one of the footies for myself. Cause, <laughs> you know, I'm picking the little hold on, hold on. You've bought memberships for. Uh, kids of Patreon members, but you're going to keep the footballs. Is that what you've just said? Oh, I think so. I think... <laughs> <laughs> no. I think, no. Personally, no, I think I you, can't, you can't do that, Corey. These kids... Go- 
I mean, particularly, I mean, you got those six-month olds, and you know, not to neglect the two-year-old girl, but you got the six-month-old boys who have probably just had their first football Essendon football purchased for them, and, and you're going to. I'll write their name on it. <laughs> I'll put their names on it. Very good. He's kicking around the house. No, I'm joking. Very good. No, we'll be on there. I fucking lost where I was going with that story. I just couldn't believe my ears there. Just you've actually you've actually thrown me. Look, the point is, yeah, you ended up with three Essendon memberships. I mean, not under your name, but that, that's no. all right. Because you bought yeah, them for Essendon members. The greatest satisfaction of that is it went to kids. Yeah. And they can't give me a stick about it. So... Yeah. <laughs> no, because no, 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 they're not talking yet, Corey. Exactly. <laughs> and that was the point of it. But yeah, well, their first experiment. Oh, that was oh. the thing we're talking about, the, the card. So they send, out, they send out the footy, they send out the scarf, they send out all that. That gets sent out. The one thing that I thought would have been the most probably important, you know, for a father to give his young boys for their first incident membership would be some sort of fucking card or certificate or something <laughs> with a kid's name on it and the membership number. They don't even give you an option to put the, a name in anywhere. Oh. And then they say that they'll send it out at the end of the year when games reopen and people can attend games. Now, I don't think that's fucking happening. Yeah, well, that's that's not going to happen. We know that. But so you know I don't what? Know. I don't know it'll what come happened. with the paperwork, Corey. Maybe on the footy you can put, you know, on, on behalf of, you know, Corey or on behalf of the SC elites, enjoy your first membership and sign it off, mate. Maybe, more, maybe that'll do. More importantly, man of my word, owned up. Essendon, you got, no. I think it was... And for anyone like reckons that. that this is total a total farcity, uh, farcity or whatever the word is, no, it's not. And without... Well, Corey might be embarrassed, but he ended up splashing 180 in total on these uh, on these memberships. So good on you for coughing up because you, you probably could have just put 10 bucks in Essendon and probably ended up with 180 in your pocket. <laughs> Instead, Actually, that would have been, been the smartest <laughs> Instead, you got real cocky and uh, good on you. And you know what? Those three kids, that probably means jack shit to them now, but um, you know, their parents have a, have a story for them about their first membership, don't they? If it's the first one for that little girl, it might be her second or third. Who knows? But yeah, good on you, nah, mate. You're not wrong. Cheers, mate. Now let's get on to Supercoach Talk. Um, I mean, we've got to find, we've got probably got another half an hour later on the track with golf talk as well. So <laughs> let's not make it all about us. And but thanks Bob's... to another Essendon member. Hold on. Peter Legato, who donated this shirt to me for tonight's podcast. So there you go, Pietro. Thanks for the shirt, mate. Uh, confirm or deny that Serial Pest still owes Peter Legato 50 bucks? Can the... confirm. Can confirm. Uh, he's still owing. If you've seen some of the messages that had just flown by in their little Snapchat group there, Corey, I don't know if you've seen those messages. But. Um, Legato may have been hurling abuse to his way. Always. <laughs> um, and if you don't believe me that I bought the membership too, it is up on uh, my Twitter profile as well. So yeah. head over and check that out. How'd you score, Bombs? Um, not great, mate. And when I say not great, I mean not even good. And when I you know, thought I might have been average this week, well, I was shit poor. So 1910 or something like that, I reckon yep. it was. Off the top of my head. It wasn't a great week. It was not a great week. Uh, what are you ranked? Um, well, 21K now. Yeah. That's a bit of a funny. It's a funny one, I think. You I saw big side as well. You see a lot of the, um, the like, I'd say the big boys, you know, maybe a couple of Supercoach pros and avid year-to-year players on Twitter. And there's a couple of them that are talking about, you know, having their worst possible ranks either as well. Um, uh, I, I mean, no Neil and Gorn's really cost me all year, yeah. hasn't it? Um. And then there's just been shit picks in and amongst the place everywhere else. 
Uh, to twenty forty one uh, went up six and a half thousand spots to thirteen thousand at the moment too. So not bad because I was one hundred and eighty thousand after week one or some shit like that. <laughs> give us give us your uh, total points there because I don't uh, mind total score ten three six four. Three six four. Okay, so you're up a hundred points for me, and um, you're also about eight thousand ahead on the rank. So there's a hundred points between eight thousand places. There. It's not so much, is it? It's obviously um, you know quite close. So every little point is uh, you know worth it at the moment if you really care about that uh, overall uh, ranking. And I think you might fly up after we talk about this week's trades as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's have a chat about some cash cows. There's not too much. Some one gainers this week, and then you've got all the other boys in the bubble. We got Harrison Jones. He scored a fifty-four. Uh, Jake, uh, uh, is it Arts? Arts. Arts. Yeah. Yeah. 7,623K forward. Mitchie Hibbert, 3,914 k mid. Um, you had a couple of the other boys that played their second game. Is there anyone you're looking at? Are you going to do the week hold and then grab them after the second week like we normally talk about? What's your plan? Um, so my plan, just given that I went into this week with um, 300000 sitting in my bank, Corey, is I, I don't feel like I need to grab any of these guys as yet. So I'm spending all that coin I've got to get some more premiums on my field, so I'm scoring better. Um, in situations where people don't have that situation, I think, you know, you just got to look at, okay, what's your structure here? Yeah, so these these guys in the midfield, I think they're a bit few and far between, aren't they? So you've got Hibbert at 114K, but you've probably got, um, you know, obviously the injury to Matty Rao on the weekend. You might be running Robertson there. Tyler Brown doesn't look like his job security is great. Buderick's been good, but he's had a couple poor performances in a row. So I just wonder about the depth of that midfield bench and how that's going to run. So um, I don't mind the the Mitchell Hibbard buy. I mean, uh, he's 114K. I mean, I'd probably wait a week until he's third, though, to be honest. But if I had to grab one of these guys, um, it'd probably be Arts. Um, and obviously, Harrison Jones is also a mid-option at Hawthorne. But um, I can't remember any or too many midfielders anyway missing Um on the weekend for the Hawks, so maybe uh, maybe Jones might be the pick of the bunch because he didn't field. look too bad either. Have you gone back and rewatched that game yet? Because maybe you don't watch it live on Sunday night. Um, no, no, no. I didn't. I haven't seen the Hawthorne game at all. Yeah. No. He looked all right. He looked good. Yeah, and and look, the only reason I kind of prioritise as midfield guys is because we've got players like Sturt came out with 74, so he's got some more cash to make. Max King's 86, so he's got cash to make. Curtis Taylor went 100, he's got cash to make. But Dickhead's own Townsend, who went 79, and by the way. Shout out to Townsend, who did kick the sealer and uh, scored nearly on 30 points for that last goal there. So good on Townie. And there. the tackle that led to yep. the last goal as well. Yep. That was like yep. another 15 points there too. So Townie's got a bit more money to make now, which kind of sucks for me because I was looking forward to getting rid of him. Oh, no, nah, mate. To He's hold. a keeper for the whole year. You sent my, <laughs> face, you sent my Facebook, my Twitter profile picture. Uh, is it Townie? It's Townie. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I'll check that out later. So, you know, there's a lot of these kind of Ford guys, um, you know, in and around there. And people might even have Buderick in their Ford line as well. So um, I think the midfield, and we'll test it with uh, defender uh, bench options last week. We saw, you know, how important depth can be. Um, it might be worth shoring up uh, some of that midfield depth option. Well, that's, I mean, I'm not talking too early, but like if a Noble or a McCase, you don't make it, I'm going to go grab Arts via some DPP because I've got Brander up forward at the moment. Uh, Rumours that he could be back, just a little bit of a Chinese whispers, if not this week, hopefully next. So I think Brander will get a game. I'm hoping Noble somehow comes back into that team with how shit Cox was, um, whether they just go to one Ruckman or it's going to be straight up to Darcy Cameron. Or, um, you know, that game was wet, but hopefully somehow a couple of these boys can get back. Um, 
I loopholed that uh, Tom Brown into Buterick. Oh, Tom Brown, Tyler Brown into Buterick uh, on the weekend. So <laughs> <laughs> for a negative one point, <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Oh, I was Shit. fucking roeful. Um, but yeah, so. yeah. And look, the way my it team's setting up at the moment is, I mean, the depth inside the midfield is just so poor. Um, and so I've actually got Devin Smith and Lockie Whitfield, as we speak right now, actually in my midfield. Uh, Dev Smith, Lockie Whitfield. And Whitfield um, at midfield six and seven, which leaves McKinnery on field and my bench reads Buterick, Brown and Robertson. That's not bad. I like that. You sort of need to do, don't forget about DBP, because if you can cover yourself like that to get a lot of these shit-scoring mid-rookies to your pine... Then, uh, then that might be worth it because you know if we can field you know a Max King or a Sam Sturt, you know they're probably going to score better than Tyler Brown or, or Connor Buderick. So um, that's where you can use DPP to your advantage. One of the best comments I heard out of the Patreon chat the other day was uh, got my money's worth already because I've been playing for four years and it was the first time someone's taught me how to use DPP properly and it was you, I think, helping one of the Patreon members swing their lawns around. I think that was on the Thursday night chat. I yeah, remember, yeah. Uh, conversation with it was that. Me, like, oh. It was me, you and who? There was only three. No, the Hoff no there was a few. Late. There was, a Hoff, the there was Rothberg was in there and uh, Dizzer maybe featured for a little bit and someone, um, someone Cri- Crispy Crispy joined for a bit yeah. and um, there was another fella too. Those Thursday um, apologies for always the best. Well, I look forward to the Thursday. I think the Thursdays, uh, to be honest, the Thursday chat I think is better because we do this quite early in the week. We don't have team news behind us. Things can change. Like last Monday, I fucking hated Ridley so much. And by Thursday, I was contemplating bringing him yeah. in myself. So, you know, your opinions can change in the space of two, three, four days. So, um, you know, I much prefer that Thursday chat because I feel like that's probably where I'm at. Yeah, it's always good. Wednesday chat's good in the punter section as well. <laughs> Race it down at Sandown tomorrow. That'll be fun. Oh, my God. Is uh, Do we need to have a, like an 18-plus YouTube channel now with you sipping those uh, cordials you got there? Actually, nice little bottle of rosé over here at the moment. It's uh, hair's gone. The I'm onto the rosés and I'm struggling. You can, you can struggling tell a little he's, a, he's a defeated man. <laughs> he's sipping rosés with a bald head, spending 180 bucks on Essendon memberships whilst he's a Collingwood supporter. <sighs> he's fucking. He's all over the place. Yeah, can't want the smile off my face, mate. Can't want the smile off my face. Hey, but that's a really good tactic that you just brought up before, too. I like the idea of that. Oh, I didn't actually really think of that, to be honest. But um, I think I'm just having a look after you. So they're going to get a Whitfield or a Simpkin um, into the midfield instead because you're not wrong about those forward forward rookies just putting out so much more. I mean, my bench right now reads my midfield rookies at the moment before I even trade route read Buterick, McKinnery, Brown, McHenry, and Bennell. Um, I think Harley will be back in this week, but I don't really trust any of them. Yeah, that's right. And I think if and I know Max King had four touches and kicked two goals and scored eighty six. So they're gonna do as a forward this year. Um that's right. I mean that might be good enough for a fifty. And I think the you know, you probably take the safe fifty over a maybe sixty five score, but on the other end you're probably getting a thirty or sub thirty like Buderick Brown had on the weekend. So I think McKinnery's the safe one. I think McKinnery plays, bang, he's your M eight. Don't even think yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm expecting Marlon Pickett uh, to come back into the team with a carnage at the Tigers as well. So if you did hold two weeks ago, um, I'd probably even field Marlon Pickett uh, going into this weekend. Well, I was just about to say, I, I'm bringing uh, Arts in this week, and I think it's because I feel that he is the most safe out of those three with just the carnages going on at Richmond and probably will have 
you know, runs around the board and everything else, uh, runs around the ball, sorry, and everything else going on because their team's absolutely butchered. Um, and out of the two midfielders, I'd probably grab Jones. Um, he seemed to be more on the ball than uh, Mitchy Hib did. So, yeah, I don't mind that pick either. Yeah. We just have to uh, find a way to It's great it. that they're so cheap too because you get that second or third week if you want to have a, a look. Yeah, I mean, Arts, though, I mean, he's a, he's a bit of a danger one because his break-even is negative 37 yeah. with that um, 76 he had on debut. So I feel like if you if you get Arts, you want to get him in the first week here. Coming in now, um, Yep, and uh, I'll probably just careful about fielding him first up, though, to be honest. Uh, would not surprise me for him just to come out with a 40. Uh, the good thing is, for me, I'll, I'll be able to get the loophole with him, I think, okay. unless Georgiades comes back in. Um, yeah, it's unlikely, but... Well, it might be likely given you know they kind of got a bit of a spanking on the weekend from the line. And they got a couple of injuries too, I think. Who got injured? Uh, no idea, but I did see an article headline pop up. It could be players coming back from injury now that I think about it, but not too oh, sure. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Rattled, mate. I haven't been I haven't been sane since Friday, buddy. Oh shit. Have not been sane since Friday. Um any rookies to worry about? Yeah, there's probably Do you Matt Rowell will get up this week? <laughs> it's pretty tough. He's fucking tough. The amount of memes I've seen come out about that bloke and him playing this week. I mean, obviously, he's out for three months. They've taken the precautionary approach. Uh, Drew came out and said that yesterday, the day before, whenever it was. So, with uh, with him, you know, three months out, it's a must trade. You know, let's just all be happy that he's worth 470. I think if we said at somewhere in the preseason he'd be worth 400, we probably would have taken that. And oh, I knew that. No, that's he's, okay. worth, he's worth 470. So, um, you know what, if you need to do one downgrade to make 100 to 120,000, which you could do, you know, Buderick down will probably, with a little bit of money in the bank, would be able to get you him all the way to a 600 plus K midfielder. We've got plenty of chats. Um, there's a couple of things I want to talk about before we go there. Um, did you see Gary Ablett go up to Matty Real after the game? Yeah. I went up to him and asked him for a little bit of advice on how to play footy. So. The fact you read that off the paper. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I promise you I didn't. I promise you I didn't. I'm looking at the paper because I do not want to forget what I'm going to talk about next. And it is that word there. Hang on. Let me get this. No, I did not read that off paper. I promise it you. Looked like it. it looked like you oh, were no. a mate. Don't put it up, mate. We uh, there we go. That word there. What's Bretta. that word? Bretta. Bretta. <laughs> I did not want to pick it out because it was my segue into Bretta. How's Essendon beating Collingwood and this cocksucker manages to get off scot-free, doesn't get a mention at the top of the pod. Twice we messaged him for two separate days and didn't get yeah. a reply. Yeah, he doesn't respond. He wants nothing to do with the podcast, fair income. He's that low on confidence in this year. And, mate, and that's what I, I wanted know. to talk about it. Have you seen who his Matt Rowe replacement is? No. Elliot Yo. So the guys dropped like three scores sub 60 and that's his Matt Rowe replacement. <laughs> he put a tweet up off the Elite's profile who's a better discount option, Matt Rowe or Stephen Cornelia. Oh, yeah. See, I thought I saw that tweet. I didn't think that was a bad tweet. That's but a fucking shit tweet. The fact he was probably using that to pick his own player, that is shocking. I mean, we're talking about a guy that didn't start Doherty. We're talking about a guy that thought Rowe was not going to be... Uh, you know, any good this year at all. We're talking about a guy who's chosen Jordan Degoe as a starting premium forward. I mean, I mean, he's the he's the cockhead, and really, I'm probably the... Well, we probably shouldn't use the word cockhead. He's the idiot 
And we probably shouldn't use the word cockhead. I think we drop fuck every two seconds. I accidentally <laughs> dropped the C-bomb last week. The, and you reckon cockhead's drawing the line. The, the community, Corey, they just might not they might be able to tolerate some things. And not My anything. head literally looks like a cock right now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't disagree. Uh, nice circumcised penis there you got, Corey, for a head. Now, uh... Oh, fuck, I totally forgot what I was saying. He's the <laughs> idiot that made me essentially pick Marcus Bontempelli. And I'll tell you now, if, if Brett was on this podcast or in front of me, could not care less, honestly, about manslaughter charges, Corey, because he'd be fucked. <laughs> quote, um, quote, Marcus Bontempelli will be the number one midfielder. <laughs> so, so he's talked me into it because that prick of a human he's done it before with McRae and and who else did he do he did it with some other remember freak. when he talked me out of uh Lockie Neal nah Tom Mitchell oh Tom the, Mitchell that year Tom That's Mitchell right. went across That's, and yeah. talked me into Trelaw he's just a dickhead fuck out was Trelaw's game on the weekend by the way 30 of the most useless touches I didn't even notice him because you know I don't watch I don't look at scores during a Collingwood game yeah you don't yeah, he nah. still did score about 120 or something mate like I didn't even real. I didn't even notice him and he had 30 there's some Ro- players like Rose that. bottles empty, Moss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you refilled that glass bottle with cordial, Corey. Thank you. Um, Marcus um, Bontempelli. I don't think I've stopped drinking since Friday night, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just pure straight through. <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's a joke. I don't think we need to get into the alcohol habits, yeah, Corey. Right. <laughs> Just, Kids out young, there, that's a joke. We've got you some young listeners, listeners young yeah. listeners listening. You just bought memberships for some young people, Corey. <laughs> let's just let's just keep it let's just keep it all above, all right? Yeah, no, you're not wrong there. You're not wrong there. Uh, you ready for who am I? Yeah, yeah, hit me up. Did we? I don't. I reckon I've. I don't think we dropped one last week. Yeah, yeah, I've been real bad. Yeah, that's because I'm sick of you getting them wrong all the time. <laughs> all right, you ready? I play for a top eight team. Okay. Yeah. I have one score. Above, uh, below 100, no scores below 90. I'm averaging 17 plus disposals a game. Are you Jordan Ridley? I'm averaging 6.5 marks a game. You're I'm Jordan averaging 4.3 rebound 50s a game. You're Jordan Ridley. I'm a defender. I'm sub 500k. I am Jordan Ridley. <laughs> the Bombers! You know what? You probably could have dropped in there if you counted his two preseason games as well, Corey. I think he scored 114. Almost did, but I thought maybe you'd think I was Nick Haynes for a second. I'm like, I knew if I put anything nah, in the nah, preseason, nah. you would have got it right. No, no, no. Yeah, no. And and that's part of the reason why I changed in the back end last week because between that sort of Monday to Thursday period, I'm looking, and to be fair, it was kind of like, well, if I get Ridley, I'm going to score more points this week. And I felt there was a better chance of my matchup, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then I, saw, I had to look at Ridley's preseason and thought, well, hold on, he's got 194 and 134. Let's have a look at his preseason. And it was, yeah, don't quote me, but I think it was 114 and 95 in his uh, preseason games. And then I'm like, okay. Now, all of a sudden, that's five games in a row where he hasn't dropped underneath 94. And then the weekend happened and it was 122. And he's averaging something like 15 points a touch this year or something like ridiculous like that. And now I'm looking at it thinking, 460K, yeah, you're a budget option. Okay, now I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to do it this week. Done. It, it, he's still unders. And the funniest part about it was is you text me uh, last week. Uh, I was at the golf course. <laughs> That's right. That me. is true. Listen. Yeah, you were texting me about Jordan Ridley and saying how you were going to get him. And yep. and I did say to you, I said, first of all, I'm like, yeah, fuck, Ridley, don't really like it. I think I said, yuck, I can't remember. Um, and then I remember texting, I said, if his name wasn't Jordan Ridley and you put those numbers down on paper, 
That's exactly what you want in a defender. No, no, no. That's not what you said. You know no, what you that's said not to what me? I said, but that's... That's might have been what you were thinking. I'll tell you yeah. what this prick said to me when I told him I'm getting Jordan Ridley, right? And I said, yeah, I'm getting it. He goes, I'm listening to our... He re-listens to our podcast. Oh, yeah, right? no, Because we've got to bump up the views somehow. I was out in the course. I had no one else. Didn't know I wanted to play with me. And then he says to me, he goes, Bombs, I just heard you when what you said about Ridley. Just go listen to yourself. So I did. He told me, you know, it was about 45 minutes in, something yeah. like that. I not went good, in, scrolled in there. segment to listen to. I listened to myself. And then based on myself on Monday, I didn't pick Ridley. So if I did, long story short, if I don't listen to this bold prick over there, on fair income, I would have had Ridley at 400k last and you week. you did just blame me. But <laughs> yeah, so I didn't actually say that. I was thinking that today. But you put you put the numbers down on paper, and this is why I kind of done who am I for Ridley. You put the numbers down on paper, and if that was Heathshaw resurrection, if, you know, Nick Haynes is fine, if there were Sicily's numbers of what we're seeing currently out of this kid, you'd go pick him up in a heartbeat. I think 460 is still unders for Jordan Ridley. What yeah. scares me? The fucking name. Yeah. We bought Simkin for less. On, yeah. on, on less data. Sorry. We bought Simkin on less data. Oh, I didn't data. buy Simkin on less data. Trust me. <laughs> There's two boys this year. Simkin and fucking well, thing. To be fair, and actually, Nick Haynes has made the wall too. The fucking wall. I'm going to show you this. Nick Haynes, Joy Simkin, <laughs> fucking Matty Rao. Um, but yeah, look, Ridley at 460. I'd be surprised if he wasn't the most traded in player uh you know, this week. I mean, you can do some crazy shit. You know, you can um, do some DPP. You can essentially do, you know, router Ridley by Which DPP. Which is what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, if you've got Rivers in back line, swing him to your midfield and then go get Ridley for Rao if you don't have the money to go up to a primo mid. So, you know, use that for kind of flexibility. Uh, yeah, I think I'm definitely getting Ralph for Ridley this week. I think it's um, just a no-brainer, just at his price and what he's putting out. And You know, it's funny too because – the irony of when that week that you grabbed fucking how, and I said to you, oh, we'll go have a look at Jordan Ridley at fucking 297,000. You said that as a joke. Hey, I, look, <laughs> I said it, whether I was joking or not at the time. I told you, they're a sarcastic. fucking good football team. <laughs> can Dylan Shield be top eight? <laughs> uh, I don't know if he can continue this on, to be honest. It's... um. So I reckon the game's almost perfect. You know, I, I gamble responsibly, Corey, and I had a look at Lockie Neal and uh, might have been texting someone about it today and they said, well, what about Dylan Shield? And I said, well, if someone like Dylan Shield pips Neal for the brown low, then you can't predict that shit, fair income. I mean, that's just stiff luck. Who you know said I mean? Dylan Shield? Well, you know, I can't reveal my sources, Corey. Lockie Neal is absolutely fucking flying. But, you know, you have a look at um, Dylan Shield and... His two scores above 100 are above uh, 156 or more. And his two scores below 100 are 81 and 96. Did you see a tweet today? So, you know he's 34 bucks for the round, though. Well, and what's he on? Six votes? He's not yeah, winning you, the brown, though, Fanning. You'd probably say six. but Oh, were they talking about trades for Supercoach? No, we're talking about brown, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think right now... If, you know, you got to. Spare, You're not buying Dylan. You, you got to spare dollar laying around. I think Elliot Yo for the uh, Elliot Yo fucking. He's got his name written down the fucking piece of paper because Brett's a dickhead. Um, I think Lockie Neal's probably the best fucking. He's overs still at three bucks. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's yeah. We don't do that. We should have a little punting section. I reckon. <laughs> Just a totally separate podcast, Corey. <laughs> uh, we can fucking fit it in. We've got golf talk. I reckon we could have. 
bit of the week. We're sponsored by Lad Breaks for a little bit. <laughs> that was a tough time for those who are new. Fuck me, didn't we cop some stick for that? Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Fucking hell. Probably you not think, as much stick as we cop for Patreon, Corey. You think 12-year-olds were listening to the podcast for fucking the stick we were costing? Jumping on board with lad brokes, but yet I can shave my head into a fucking penis, and that's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, Jordan Ridley, uh, absolutely gun. Uh, yeah, Matty Rao. If for those who are looking at Matty Rao to a premium, and this is why I got Elliot Yo's names written down the paper. He, Elliot Yo's seven grand more. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter talking about it. I don't think that is the smartest option. The reason I'm going Ridley this week, Bonks, and What's it's that? simple, is that we're about to have some players, some serious players that I want to come down in price a little bit. Gaff had a shit score on the weekend. I don't think I can Bailey trust Bonks. Sorry. Yeah, Bailey, Bailey Smith. Smith with a two. Um, who was the other midfielder I was fucking looking at? I mean, Mitch Duncan's just kind Bond, of... Danger feels very cheap at the moment. Yeah, Dangerfield. Bonds and Pally's going to slide. For those who still don't know McRae, I mean, I don't even know if you'd want to at the moment, but he's going to slide. Those that don't know Titch, he's probably going to start sliding. There are a whole bunch of midfielders that are going to start sliding in cash, and I think it's just that perfect time when we're going to have... Ridley's not going to get any cheaper. Ridley's going to rise. Mate, seriously, for those who want Petrarca up forward, I think he's going to rise. He looks really good. Lockie Whitfield is at a fucking bargain basement price. And even if you traded him out, I think now is the most ideal time to look at getting him back in. So I think on a season like this, where we don't have a lot of weeks to get it right before finals, I think buying the premium players at their absolute fucking discount price is the ideal way to go. Imagine, imagine owning Real in the preseason and not Lockie Whitfield for whatever reason, you know, Whitfield, right? Yeah. And then, you know, five, six rounds into the year, you're, you're trading route to Whitfield and making $30,000. Fucking insane. <laughs> hey, for those that don't know Dusty, would you, is it just oh. clear of Dusty? Dusty, because he's, those ribs, I told you, the ribs are cool. No, it's got nothing to do with the ribs. I, I, you know how I feel about Dusty. I feel like he's the most overrated player in my time in the, uh, uh, well, uh in, incorrect. In Incorrect. Marcus Bontempelli, actually. Yeah, that's yep. true. Um, but I think people hold Dusty in this, you know, really, you know, Messiah kind of bracket. Nothing like it, mate. He's played 22 games of football in a row that were good, and that's about it. Um, to, and to be fair, it wasn't deserving of one of the Norm Smith medals, let alone two. But that's just my two cents, right? And, and let the haters come, Corey. But, uh, yeah, look at you. but Dusty Martin is not top six. I mean, you look at Simkin, you look at you know, Whitfield, um, Petrarca. you know, you look at Petrarca, you look at Wingard, you look at um, Walters, uh, man, there's, there's probably like another six names. I think Ebert's still a good thing, Corey. Say, boy, I know you hate that, Ebert. I mean, they got spanked on the weekend. What do you still score? Like 84. 80-something? Yeah. Um, and that was Andrew his first Brayshaw score. Andrew dropped 100. 144. What the shit? Which is interesting because it was no Fife and his game time was actually up for once. What the fuck? But, I mean, you can't go buying that. Nah. But when your game time goes up because your captain's missing, it just begs the question, why can't he just play a full game of football? Yeah, that's that's got to be frustrating for owners, particularly oh, some you of the forgot people Hugh Greenwood, him out. You know, Hugh Greenwood. Yeah. I mean, I'm a bit give and take with him. It wasn't for his 60 last week. Uh, I think now. I think he's all right now with Real out. I think Real out, he's, he has to be full-time midfield. He always was full-time midfield. Nah, but maybe I think, he gets I think he, the role changes a little bit. He's got to be a ball winner now. Yep. 
Yeah. But he also will still generate points through tackle. So Greenwood's a wait and see for me, Corey. But you know, I want to see two or three weeks uh, from him before I make a decision. And Segler, he can fucking he can rotate on a couple of those. Don't worry about that. We're going to be talking about that in a second. <laughs> Holy shit, are we Segler owners in a fucking world of pain? That's my bad. I'll put my hand up for that one. I mean, you know, uh, what do we do? What what do we do? I mean, obviously it wasn't working. Um, what they had going on on the weekend, Corey. Um, and I didn't know if Segler was injured. I was messaging Elite's chat. because No, no. So what actually with... happened, because I know you didn't watch it. What actually happened is fucking um, Himmelberg was doing an absolute oh, number yeah, four goals, yeah. on fucking um, Big Boy. Okay. Yeah. He was too good for him on the ground. He was too quick around the ball. And it's funny because Big Boy's quick, but Himmelberg was doing just an absolute job. And then there was no one else could play on. So I think he yeah. got caught out a little bit. And then they thought, all right, we'll rotate. In all fairness, it was good coaching from Clarko. In all fairness, he's like, all right, well, let's go give Big Boy a run on the ball seat. And then as soon as Big Boy went the ruck, he fucking dominated it. So what happens this week against Collingwood? Because Collingwood don't have a tall forward to save their life. Yeah, uh, well, and if we had cock, he'd eat cocks. That was unintended too. If, if it was <laughs> if it was Cox or Cameron, I mean, he'd destroy one of those. Yeah, like you'd imagine. And then, but do they do they start off with it? Do they drop one of these tall guys? Um, Segler obviously well, no thing. influence. Segler can't do anything else around the ground. He's a fucking useless forward. And he, sh- he can't play him down back. It's Wouldn't it slow. be interesting to see Segler drop this week? I mean, I don't want to curse the Corey. Yeah, I wouldn't I don't be think surprised. it's going to happen. But I think Clarko's going to. I think Clarko still wants to have Big Boy down back. I think Clarko, and it may just be exactly that here in your explanation. It might just be, okay, this is our tactic going into the game, and they'll run that tactic. And and you know what? On the day we saw it wasn't work, so we got to move on the fly. Yeah. It just means that you know when we owned Sicily a couple of years ago, and we knew when shit wasn't working, they'd just swing him forward yeah. and it would kill his scores. It just means it's going to be a similar thing now with Segler. Um, and we're just going to have to have to ride it. So people thinking of trading, yeah, justifiably so. Um, you know, I'm an owner, but I'm not trading this week. Yeah, but neither. I'm, I'm in a position where I've got 300 in the bank, and I look at, okay, do I sideways Segler or do I upgrade a rookie and keep Segler? So for me, it just makes more sense to hold Segler. So I think as well, we're, we're getting caught up, and I know I've done this a lot. So, you know, it's the, the pot calling the kettle here, Corey. Um we, at some point, you actually need to stop sidewaysing and start upgrading. You, yeah. you actually, and you know what? We're five, six rounds deep at the moment. You actually just need to start going down, up, down, up. And you know what? If Segler is F6 in finals yeah. or whatever it is, or close to finals, so be it. So be it. You know what? This if you get, there. if you actually get that deep and you can afford to sideways later on, do the sideways then. We we need to bring our mentality back to what it's been previous years. Hold these primos, ride it out, just down, up, down, up, down, up. What, Get what as are we many riding? big dogs as you can. Ride in the waves. Corey. Yeah. Ride in the waves. <laughs> Very good. Fuck, how are those, um, those Brisbane midfield? Like, you, you saw my three-round average. Uh, Max Gort, 162. Lockie Neal, 147. Hugh McCluggage, 137. Toddy Goldstein, 134. Jared Berry, 132. Yep. Fuck, Jared Berry is a gun. You know who else has a gun? That little Zach Bailey guy, actually, who I, you know, I yeah. pay particular attention to that Brisbane game. And I have to say, a lot of the time uh, when I'm thinking about Brisbane, I think, how are they so good? You know, being down here in Melbourne and stuff, we don't get to watch a lot of them, I guess. But, a lot of role um, plays. But, 
not even that, but you, you just right. you see the name and you just think, yeah, I had them in Supercoach two years ago. They're probably not that good. They probably haven't really advanced because they're not, you know, scoring tons every other week. And and then you watch a game of football and you be like, okay, now I get it. Now I kind of get why you're in the team every week. I get why you're actually a half decent football team now. Some uh, legit players. Hmm. Hugh McCluggage. Brett's been trying to trade me for Hugh McCluggage for years. Has he? In draft, yeah. Yeah, McCluggage, very good play. Hits the scoreboard. Yeah. Oh, fucking love him. Love him. Um, super good. Fuck, that draft team is so good. Just thought I'd go have a look at it. Fuck. I'm just going to read you out my midfield. McCluggage, <laughs> Pendlebury, Crouch, Crouch, Cal Ward. No shit. Again, that fucking Jaeger O'Meara, Sam Walsh, Andy McGrath. This is a keeper league. Yeah, Andrew so McCluggage, McCluggage, Walsh, McGrath, Brayshaw. That that could produce bulk points in five years. Brad Crouch could too. Mm. I did right. He'll get 100. <laughs> Fucking not bad. Um, yeah, again, lost my train of thought. Uh, all right, Kinnigs or Elio? Uh, for me, it's Canilio. Yeah, hack up. Even with you out? Yeah, I couldn't care less what happens to the West Coast midfield. I know people, oh, seven days at Subiaco. Well, big fucking deal. Seriously. As, um, do you reckon Shuiad affects Go? Uh, go fuck me. Gaff's game? I'll just mix Gaff and Yo then. No. No, no, no. I'm not worried you about that. You see five more centre bounce attended on the weekend, lower score? For Gaff? Yeah. Are you that surprised to see that sort of shit? I mean,. They may learn at some point, uh, you know, when they can't get it done in the midfield, maybe they'll just leave them on the outside because they might have lost too much run out there. But um, you know what? We'll just wait and see what happens with Gaff. I mean, yeah, he's had his low score now, so we don't need to be in a rush to buy him, obviously. So just just ride it. Just kind of see what happens. Um, you know, he's capable of these 60 scores. You look at last year where he averaged 117 or whatever it was. He probably had one or two of these scores as well. I, I, honestly, I struggle to find a player who's not, you know, aside from, you know, your probably top five in the, in the Supercoach League, that probably doesn't have the ability to kind of do that kind of stuff. So not stressed about that at all. Corey. I'm so fucking happy with that 86. It actually works out perfect. And you know you know what? It's an 86. Yeah, I know. You know what? I'm running Bont, who scored 55. We look at that at the back end of the year when we say his lowest score is 86. We're like, fuck, that's laughing. I yeah. love it. Because um, it means just means so I can get Ridley this week. I can probably get Petrarca next and Gaff the week after. So... Yeah. Hey, what's the news of Bailey Smith? Is he out for a period of time? Uh no, I think it was I think he's just concussion. Due to yeah. back up this week. I think so. I heard yeah, some murmurs they weren't sure if he broke his jaw. But that's obviously hasn't happened. Oh, I didn't so hear anything know. about a break. Okay. That's good let, news. Because that me... means in, in two weeks we're on you know, we, we can literally townsend to Bailey Smith for like fifty grand in like two weeks. It's gonna be great. Let me have a quick look. Um, as we talk about before we go on there, um, Lockie Whitfield, is it just time to fucking go grab him? Yeah, 440k. You're not going to find a better buy than that. What's his break even? Uh, I just had it up. 78. Yep. Uh, Bailey Smith. There it is. Now, Seg, you already spoke about that. You're just going to hold and ride it out and deal with whatever happens? I'll sideways, Segler, if I have uh, trades and capacity too and at the real you know, back end of the year. At the end of the day, if Sigler's scoring 53 on a really shit week, that's like Max King on a pretty good week. So, um, you know, Sigler can sit on field. It's not going to not going to lose points by doing it. And if I just continue to upgrade around him on the weeks he scores 100, then I'm, I'm probably going to go fairly well because I'm going to have that extra premium in my team, essentially. Yeah, can't find any, uh, can't find any news about the Bailey Smith. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, good. 
Yeah, I'm going to hold Segler now too. I'm fucking super worried. But, uh, oh yeah, what do you do? What do you hmm. do? Five. What the fuck's going on there? All this fucking long line bullshit that he might play this week. Is that just absolute caca? I don't know if it's caca, but if it's not, uh, that's all right, Corey, because Forward? if he can come down to about 600k, which we'd like to see, because when he comes back, his break-even's 153, and he'll ride that 71 for a couple more weeks. Um, if he can come back down to 600, that'll be very, very sweet. Does he play forward? Why? why when he first comes back. Just yeah, to protect why? the hammy? Or are you just no. deeming that if he's playing, he's 100% fit, he's gone? I, I, I don't... You know what? If he's playing forward, how does that protect the hammy? Because I'd imagine he'd be doing more running in the midfield, keep it in motion, keep it warm, as opposed to, you know, having, you know, it's maybe cool off a little bit and then, you know, kind of, you know, have to go for a sprint all of a sudden the forward line to apply that forward pressure. No, not worried about him playing forward at all. Thank you, Dr. Bonfa. <laughs> uh, now, another one on Twitter. and I'm not too sure if it's in the question thread. But Jack Stephen. I've seen his name thrown up. I don't know what the fuck he scored. He scored a 95 on the weekend. It was his highest yeah. score for the year. He's dropped 36 before that and a 20. 306k. You're not buying it. You're not buying it yet. You what know if he drops 100 this week? If he goes, no, nah, he'd have to go bang, bang. Well, that me. would be 95, 100. If he and goes 95, 100, then I'll buy him. Because his break-even's only 47 this week. Scores 100, yeah. probably only go up 20K. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So is in the week after, would you have a look at it? I need to have another look. Because so, then yeah. you're bringing him in on him being a top six kind of player. So for me, I'm an owner already of Simpkin, Segler, Whitfield, Devin Smith, and I'm bringing in Petrarca this week. I've got one spot left, and I'm holding that for Bailey Smith. So for me, he's a probably a non-option altogether. The next question was going to be Petrarca just a lock for top six. Yeah, I think we can. Uh, you know, with Petrarca and the serial pest uh, reminds me of this every week. Has a forty-five point first quarter and does nothing for the rest of the game. Yeah. And um, look, he's low score on the year. Warrants, I think, at the moment, a uh, a spot in our forward line because. He's, he's low scores only 89, Corey. His other three games have gone ton, ton, ton. Shout out, look, shout out to the insider boys. We did make the bet before the fucking shortened seasons were announced. So it did fit yeah, of course, a Petrarca like that. They did offer, I'll give it to them, they did offer for the cash out, but I don't cash out nowhere because of the fucking balls. Well, so. You know, good for you to consult with me on that one, Corey. Nah, it's... I don't consult shit with you. No, I don't know <laughs> your opinion on fucking anything. So. It's only my money you're gambling with, That's Corey. Thanks right, for that. No problem. <laughs> Not to mention that fucking. <laughs> Um, what's his name? Haven't hasn't slowed down at all either. Fuck. They they were genuinely very lucky. They copped um, shorter quarters, you know, shorter games, and you know the high half foot is. Really I think we got to worry because Dev's not fucking. Dev's not getting a run in the midfield anyway. I mean, Dev's not playing seventeen games anyway. Hey, um, you're talking about Petrarca, and it gives me another question. I've got I've got about three people sitting in my watch list at the moment. Do you have a watch list going on? Are you using that feature this year, or are you just doing it yourself, or what's going? On? I know in my head roughly what I'm doing. I know the players I'm trying to it's target. Not a head I'd fucking probably want to be in. Though. It's not a what? Not a head not a I want to be in. This mind, Corey. I'll tell you, it's <laughs> right. it rides a lot of waves up here, Corey. Um, yeah, nah. Look, it's the watch list is not something I ever use because I feel like I live and breed uh, Supercoach when it's up and running. So I feel like I know what's going on at all times. <laughs> Me, I got Gaff, Petrapa, Smith. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think. That's, that's I'll tell you what, that. <laughs> That, that rosé might be inhibiting your ability just to retain a bit of information up top of your Corey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like the chat earlier tonight, eh? Um, 
<laughs> yeah, what about Connor Rose? What the fuck's happened to him? Oh, well, you know, it suits people right for trading him in after fucking so, two games. My opponent on the weekend had him. That was fucking gross. Yeah. Good watch. He also had, he held up to Houston, known as Dog. Well, that was that was a little bit out of nowhere, that one, wasn't it? I mean, they got absolutely pummeled and he scored about 117, Ball, something like that. Well, he was one using it. It's fucked. Hey, um, you, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I wish I had an ability to play um, fucking takes from podcasts and previous, but I'm not really that good. Um, I think you said something about Nick Haynes. What did you say? I said I, I won't. Yeah, I said I won't buy him because he hasn't shown me an ability to score really big yet. Yeah, I think you said he can't, never will score one forty plus. That's not what I said. I said he hasn't uh, I think shown quite, it to I me. Quite. If Brett was here, I think he'd confirm that. He hasn't shown it to me, Corey. <laughs> can you and please, on the weekend, he goes, please, "Hey, uh, Bob, look what I can do." Oh man, he won me my game on the weekend. Did he? Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah. I was having a chat with folks afterwards. Folks in our league sent me a text message. He's like, "Every time that ball went near Nick Haynes, my heart dropped." <laughs> Fuck me! How was the goal assist? Yeah. Oh, hang on. Did you watch? Oh, you yeah, watch I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. It's fucking good. Yeah. He's gone. Um, Change the tune. Well, yeah. Now he's shown me the ability that he can score big. So you know, when I was talking last week, you know, I think it was last week we were talking, Corey, and you know, people asking me, uh, you know, Lloyd and you know Haynes and you know Haynes had only showed a consistent ability to only score between 100 and 110, and sure, that's great. But yeah, you know, now he's got the ability to show me 148. It means that, uh, you know, it was probably a player before this weekend or before the last game, I thought, yeah, he'll hop at 500k. I'll probably buy him at some point. But, um, you know, now with that big score ability, uh, yeah, I'll probably have to pay a little bit more for him, I guess. Yeah, right now, I think I'm Ridley and Lloyd to round out my defence. And then I'm, I'm done for a little bit until uh, fucking Tommy Dodie is fucking ready to hack. Mm. He he's away. He is an emotional roller coaster. Oh, thirty nine and then one one oh six, thirty nine, one oh seven. Yeah. That's fuck it. He's he's a hard man to watch. Um you don't have the watch list. Are you ready for the one time that I didn't really want to get to for the night of the podcast? Hit me. We're about to read out Supercoach Elites. Essendon fans got something to say to C B E. Can I say below. these ones to you? Can I say these ones to you? Have you I got it ready? Like- I'll have it ready in about two seconds, mate. Yeah, all right. You get it ready. You can read them out. It'll probably be better. Um, I feel like it needs to come from me, Corey. Yeah, and it means I can laugh at them without reading <laughs> them laughing as well. And I didn't uh, realise how active our Twitter feed. Oh, here we go. Oh, 20 comments, Corey. All right, here we go. All right, from, uh, you know, at... Do I need to read out their handles? No, nah, you can just give us their names, really. All right, so this is Nathan with red and black. Guys. Yeah, red, uh, black, red, black, red, love black, hearts. red, black, love hearts. Yeah, yeah, no, him. Nathan. He's a, uh, he's a good man. He lets drops, you know weekly that he gets upset when I fucking bag us. So. Drops a four points and fuck you at CBA. <laughs> uh, so there's that one. We've got a Harrison here who's uh, actually, yeah, he's come a bit positive to you, mate. He goes, don't listen to him, Corey. You're doing your best, mate, with a with that on the end. He drops one of those little X's. Now, I don't know how long Harrison's been listening to the pod, but he's been really nice to me. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Probably when he sees the shape of your head, he'd probably change his tune a little bit, I reckon. Potentially. Now, Isaac Place, Black Red. Now, he's gone. Where's that Essendon membership at, Corey? Up the mighty bombers! <laughs> Told you, I'm pretty sure Isaac thought he was getting the membership, so I'll just let Red, Black, Nathan. Red, Black, he's come back again and just informed you that uh, Collingwood had a goalless half. Is that true? Uh, Wasn't there second and third second quarters goalers? Third, so yeah. I would count that as a half of football. So probably Red Nathan just exhibiting the true intelligence <laughs> and uh, <laughs> squad there, uh, Damien Ma, Corey, sucked in you cockroach. 
get on that Essendon membership. And I'll tell you now, Corey, while we're on the fucking topic of cockroach, how's Kieran in Big Brother uh, surviving his sixth eviction, Corey? Just spoiler alert, just in case anyone doesn't want to say yeah. <laughs> We gave that away a bit late, but... The, the, the cockroach. Get on that Kieran train, mate. Uh, we've got Rooster Coach here. I will personally oversee his Essendon Football Club membership transaction or let me facilitate it. Well, Rooster, we've got that. The sorted, Rooster mate. was the one who thought that he was going to get a little bit more airtime as well. I think he fucking put another tweet out today saying that he hasn't heard anything and that he should be facilitating it and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, Rooster's a good man. Um, Ned Smith. Now, I can't tell how old this bloke is because his display picture seems to have a lot of grey hairs on it. He's here, pretty old. He says here, what membership will you be purchasing? But I think we've got that one covered. That's the kids. Um, we've, we've got a Rick Knights uh, with a display of emojis there. His profile picture is actually Liverpool. This might be Dizzer, actually. He Don't said, know this guy. Colin would have overrated. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, seriously, good whack, that one. <laughs> we've got Jace coming in with Ridley. Seriously, one of the best defenders in the game. Oh, my God. Well, that bloke's a bit delusional. He's not yeah, I don't think he's the best defender in the game. game. He's a good super coach player. He's got a very good kick on him. But when it comes to defending, I'm not too sure. We've got Sesh Paladin, and this bloke appears to have a mullet. The mullet is back. Uh, Stephen Dank, back at the Bombers, question mark. I think he's having a hot shot there, Corey. No, I agree. They looked good. They were quick. They were fast. And it obviously had a little bit to, to, to do with Danky. Peter Dimitriou, tell me they're the worst team in the AFL and then compare that to the Collingwood outfit that just lost. Yeah, so, look, they've shown a lot of heart. They've got heart, the Bombers. Um Oh, They've got yeah. a tough run coming up, and I hope they can make finals because I know Collingwood will be there. Yeah, now you think this? No, is look, a... I don't want to sound like I'm sucking sour grapes. They were fucking heaps better than they were. You, you think this guy? You know, if you're watching YouTube or if you're listening, you think he's not. You think he'd be not that happy with what's going on. But if you just seen, he just opened up another bottle over there, and the he's just bottle was actually open. <laughs> I wasn't already, but he's just started pouring again. Corey, I'm concerned. It's a Riesling. We've, we've, we've got Andrew Nordoff. Ridley will be an elite defender by year's end if he's not already. Well, like we just said, I think he's a good kick. That's probably where I draw the line. With I right think, now. I think, and this is the problem. I think Essendon supporters get a little bit delusional <laughs> from time to time. Just a little bit. I'm not knocking them because I'm a proud bomber. Like part members in my heart, I bought three memberships. There's yeah, a soft yeah. spot for a second. They're just a little bit delusional. A little bit. Uh, there's a page here. This looks like a real flog page. We are Essendon. How good is Ridley? Go bomber. Oh, fuck. That's rough. Pete. <laughs> oh, Go we got a Michael. We got a Michael Heaslip. Corey, Corey, here's our man. If he can't do it, Essendon will. <laughs> 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 that is an absolute beauty. Good on you, Michael Heaslip. That was a good one. That was good. Uh, we've got a hashtag, not my manager. Um, apprehensively optimistic. We've seen these starts before and then we fizzle. Hopefully we can stay the course. I think he's just an Essendon supporter. Uh, just wanting to... And that's what I mean. I was talking to a couple of other Essendon supporters off air and I just said, good luck for the rest of the year because uh, <laughs> they've just... By the way... They've just three lost, and one. They've lost their number one midfielder. Who? Jakey Big Boy Stringer, <laughs> whose gut's about the size of mine. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you now, Stringer has not got a good head on him, but he somehow got you covered as well. Yeah, at the <laughs> moment. <laughs> if he got this haircut, we'd probably look the same. 
Oh, and then we've got Will, who, you know, sticking to the theme, and this is not me saying this, this is Will, but he wants you to suck his, you know what, Corey, and uh, go down. Now, read it out. Don't fucking blur it. This is their time. This is their time. They get this. They don't get much during the year. They're not going to get much moving forward. They're probably not going to make finals. Remember, eight of these pricks get to egg me at the end of the year if they make finals. They're not getting much. This is their moment. Do not... No shortcuts. I don't care what they say. Give them their moment. Suck my cock, Corey. Go Dons. That's from uh, Will. Uh, Will, I'll meet him on Tuesday night. <laughs> and I've actually had uh, now, a now, bit of Will is, in you. Well, 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 Corey. Uh, this has actually not come through on Twitter, but I've had you know someone you know very close to the show. Go is this Bomber? Is this Bomber Pete? He's actually a big, big friend of the show, big fan of the show, Corey. He's actually sent me a video message of himself. Now, unfortunately, he was on Snapchat, Corey, so I can't replay it. But he essentially told me to tell you, go Bombers. He didn't say suck. Well, he said suck it in, you know, more or less terms. And that he really hopes that, you you, you know, you follow through with the membership. And he was holding me accountable. He reckons if I didn't make sure that it was done, that at somehow, at somehow I'd be at fault here. So Don't worry, Pete. There's, there's three for you. Pete, <laughs> no stress. And and that's a wrap from uh, from that. What's going on there in the in the Supercoach uh, Twitter page? That's it. That's all I got. There wasn't a lot. There probably was a bit in Discord because Discord uh, during the game because you know we got the game day feed yeah. where we just chat shit during games and all that sort of stuff. See, and, this uh... is the mentality I've got of Essendon. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely give it to these peanuts for six months. <laughs> I fucking give it to them. I call their team shit. I call them every now and then. Now, I'm telling you, I promise you, they're the softest fucking bunch of supporters in the league. Okay? This is factual. Right? They let me know that I'm going to fucking have it. Yeah? yeah. They, they suck week after week after week. Tell me how they turn the podcast off when I start. They can't listen to it. I'm a fucking flog. Essendon this, Essendon that. And I, look, I get it. You know? Fuck them. But at the end of the day, they get one shot. One, absolutely one, to go to fucking town on me. Well, Corey. And not one of those. The worst thing I got called was a cockroach. They Well, I'll tell you what, and that's not a negative if you've been following Big Brother. Yeah, because the, cockroach. the cockroach is flying, Corey. This is my other beef with them, boss. <laughs> they absolutely fucking annihilated us on Friday night. Yep, they fucking yeah. ran ring around us. You want to know the one thing that I read more than anything else on fucking social media? About how robbed they were by the umpires. (laughs) You just fucking put us to the sword. The umpiring was shit, I get it. Get the fuck over it! (laughs) Flag bombers. Shit. Loving a drink. Now, there was um, another special message, um, Corey, and I think this message, now, I probably should have set this up a little bit earlier, but I think on behalf of all Bombers supporters, I mean, you know, thanks Peter Legato for this shirt. I mean, we're not forgetting Peter Legato. Is it a very intelligent man, that fella? Um, oh, the lights on. No, oh. what have I just done? No, I've just stuffed it, Corey. I've just stuffed He's it. He's going to the Bahamas. No. <laughs> I've just stuffed it, Corey. What have I done? I've absolutely butchered it. <laughs> I've butchered it, Corey. I think, look, I might need some... Uh, Look, I've totally fucked that one. We'll come back in five minutes, Corey. We'll come back in five minutes. That that For those it? who are not on YouTube, <laughs> get on. Because that is the most cringe fucking 34 seconds oh, I've seen. Seen what's going on. I'm thinking, fuck it, what do I got in my background? I've got dildos flying around back uh, here, do I, Corey? Thinking, shit. shit. Um, 
<laughs> so good. I was trying to set myself up for something on behalf of Essendon supporters, and I've just totally fucked that. That's uh, right. I'll, I'll give you a little bit to figure it all out. Oh, Let's move shit. on to the next segment, Corey, and I'll, I'll get back to it by the end of the podcast. <sighs> I tell you what, if you've got a couple of hundred bucks, you've got a couple of thousand laying around, let's go back Essendon and win the flag. <laughs> Unfortunately, I haven't got a couple of thousand cents, let alone a couple of thousand dollars. That's all right. Let's put the shades on. Those ones are a little <laughs> bit dirty. Let's grab a clean up here. Oh, they were still dirty from watching the Bombers the other night, those ones. <laughs> bit excited after the baby Bombers got up. <laughs> All right, podcast questions. Benny Rothberg. Yeah. I will say there are there are some good Essendon supporters out there too. I do really like the ones in our Patreon chat. They're really nice. And in all fairness, you could have been a lot nastier to me. You can probably hold your head a lot higher than I can because um, I have been an absolute asshole. Yeah, you're pretty good to be out of Bombers fans. But those <laughs> fucking umpires, dead set Essendon. Oh, hey, Bombs, do you ever want to fucking set an Essendon fan off? Just mention the word Razor Ray or umpire or, <laughs> or mention how any other team in the AFL gets hard done by by the umpires. And fuck, what was a tweet I seen the other day? It was something about injuries or copping it or someone, a Collingwood supporter wrote about it. Oh, no, it was about fucking Degoe and all that shit. And they said, you know, fuck Collingwood, fuck it up again, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're always in shit. Everyone gives us a hard time. And uh, sure enough, this was on some random Facebook. Some Essendon's would have logged onto it and said, oh, Please, imagine being an Essendon fan. You don't know what it's like until you're an Essendon fan. <laughs> Fucking woe is me. Woe is me. That is That should be Essendon's motto next year on their memberships. Woe is me. <laughs> woe is me. Fuck now, no. Corey, I think I've set myself up. Oh, you ready? All right, gag, I can watch mate. it. Can no, well, it's not me. really a gag, Corey, but it's just on behalf of all Essendon fans, I think they'd enjoy just seeing this, and particularly if you're on the YouTube platform, but you can probably get a bit out of this on the audio. So we'll see how we go here, Corey. Let's see how we go. There we go. <laughs> As, I'll tell you now, I don't reckon Peter Legato, who donated this shirt, he needs to learn how to do washing because I can fucking smell this thing a mile away. That's uh, <laughs> a, you know, we're, we're pretty good on the stories here and I'll, I'll give you I'll give you one of the best stories ever. I've just about Peter yeah. Legato here. Big fan of the show. For those that weren't watching, Bob's changed his background to Essendon this time, not the fucking North Sydney Bahamas, Bahamas Beach. <laughs> Uh, and had the jumper rising up. I remember going to a game of indoor one time, Bumps. Go to play indoor. I asked to be a Rex owner ringing for uh, your indoor cricket side. Oh, um, yeah. Another bloke. And we going. rock up and Peter Legato, good friend of the show, does the scores every week for those who are out there. So every time the scores are fucked up, every time he fucks up the scores each week, that's Peter Legato. So you can out Peter Legato. <laughs> anyway, um, go to the indoor and he grabs two shirts and fucking throws one. I mean, I'm like, Pete, this fucking stinks. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, where was this from? He's like, my bag. I said, did you wash it? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, was you taking it out of the bag last time someone wore it? He's like, oh, no, nah, maybe I didn't. So this dickhead rocks up to a game. I think there was like a four or five week break between indoor with a fucking shirt that's been sitting with for a Rex owner ringing, mate. <laughs> And it's fair to say we've we've never seen you come back. Yeah, I've not played since. (laughs) Always good. All right, let's get on to potty questions. Okay, podcast question. Who is shitter from Benny Rothberg? Bretta or Collingwood? (laughs) Brett. Always Brett. Yeah, I tend to agree. We were pretty shit, but Brett's been a shit dog. 
Hot shame. Thoughts on Yo averaging 117 after round four and five last season. That's a good stat for you, Monks. You love those stats. I'm a good big stats man. Um, Arts are locked to be bought in next week. Good job, Jakuri. You would think loving the pod legends. What I will do, Corey, as part of my captain's article this week, I'm going to, because I know what people, people are going to crap on about Ali Yo and, uh, you know, Subiaco. They got seven in a row there. I'm going to do some digging. For the uh, for the Patreons, Corey, and inside my Supercoach article, uh, my uh, captain's article, which I drop on a Thursday these days, um, I'm going to include a little section there on Elliot Yo that just talks about what he scores at home, and that may or may not change your mind about whether Wouldn't you bring him in or not. Would want a gap in there as well, too, while you're at it. Well, uh, probably, so yeah, for those, really look, that's a good. That's, if there was any reason to sign up for Patreon, I know there's a couple of people who've been inboxing you privately, bumps. They're not too happy yeah. that they don't get to see the captain's article, but it is a members exclusive. That's right. And for two bucks a month, it's fucking money well spent, I reckon. I'll tell you now, it's not two bucks a month. It's not fucking worth it, Corey. I'll tell you. Nah, it's good. It's the good. research that has to be conducted. Far out. Oh, you meant for you. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's not worth it for me, Corey. It's not nah, like I get a paycheck. You think it'd make the coach team a little bit better. Um, Mickey Ryan. Can't nail a captain. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Raul to who? Got Neil Cripper, McRae, Titch Bond. Yeah, uh, Duncan. <laughs> oh, baby, what? Well, why are you so surprised? Where did that come from? I said this to you last week about his scores. The the guy just doesn't score underneath 110. Oh, wow. This guy's on the Mitchie Duncan train. Corey, What's his average? Every, he averaged in 118 at the moment. Ah, with a is, low, that more than, is that more than 103? Corey, low score of 114, high score of 123. And his other three games have been in between that range. He's I mean, so I don't know what else you want. Oh, no, nah, I just want you to admit he's good. That's it. Corey, I mean, if you <laughs> thought he had potential to do this kind of shit, yeah, then you were the delusional one. You, you were probably thinking, okay, we've got a 103 average bet here. I'd, I'd take 107 in a heartbeat. And, and that probably would have been a good year oh, for Joe, him. Oh, Joe, I thought he was going 110. God, I was afraid. Um, yeah, uh, Mitch, Mitch Duncan. And I know he's a bit pricey, and I know people are going to say, what about Boak? Boak's got more of that potential to score 150. Yep, that's all well and true. But I just think with um, what's coming up for Boak, with GWS, there could be a DeBoer factor. And then Carlton the week after, there could be Ed Kerno run straight with him. So I just think hold off on Boak for two weeks. And uh, if you want someone, you know, above that kind of 600 price tag, um, Duncan's your go-to. He's very consistent and safe. Can I just run a couple of names? Duncan, top eight? Yeah, right now, yeah. Yeah, end of the season? Yeah. Yeah, You're allowed to say no, even though you just talked it over. You think he can drop off? No. No, no, um, no. I think he will be. Gaff top eight? Yep. Both top eight? Yep. Okay. And you know why? Because I've got no more confidence in McRae. I've got no confidence in Bontempelli. I've got no confidence, uh, well, not as much confidence in Cripps. Dangerfield's an, an enigma right now. Uh, those are just five players straight off the cuff, Corey, that we thought, yep, lock, 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 lock. Yep, definitely going to be at least top 12. They're just fucking doing nothing. And so, you know what? This other way that, that's come through, all these names we've just mentioned, you know, Boak, um, uh, Gaff, Duncan, they, these are the guys that have replaced them in, in the top eight. And so, um, yeah, the names of Dangerfield and stuff might be better, but the reality is the points are going to those other guys right now. And you want to be going where the points are. Fair enough. Uh, Benny Rothberg, I reckon Benny gets plenty of value out of his... Uh... Patreon membership. He's a good member, Benny. I enjoy chats with Benny. Uh, loving the potty and Ben's voice, especially with the video. 
Ooh, video attached. My team photo for reference, but I'm looking for some guidance in which way to go. Is it time to go Dev Smith up or are we happy taking his 70s, 80s, 80-ish week in, week out? Speaking on Dev Smith, before I go to the next questions, I wouldn't be moving Dev Smith at the moment. I don't think he's been half bad. He just can't kick. Yeah, agreed. And you know what? It's the same uh, logic or same train of thought that I had yep. with Segler. Yeah. Keep upgrading around. Stop with the sideways. Just stop it. Uh, is it time to move heaven and earth to go pit and Adagorn? Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to do it at some point. I know pit and A is sort of topped out, and it's unfortunate that Gorn's still 300k more than him because, you know, if we said to you, you know, pit and A would be 435k at this point in the year, with Gorn starting the year with a 90, you probably would have thought, oh, it's only going to cost me sub 200 to get it done. Um, the fact is, it hasn't. And Gorn, Neil, Grundy are probably, well, not probably, easily the three best supercoach players in the game right now, and you need all three. Yeah. Um, hey, who do you say? Neil. Gorn, Neil, Grundy. Grundy. Yeah. Goldie's I'm, a little oh, bit behind them, but Gorn, Neil, Grundy. Say, I think this game at the moment is so suited to fucking Goldie, who grabs the ball. Um, He's still not. Uh, Gorn and Grundy are still out, out doing him. Are they on the season at the moment? I don't know if Gorn is. I mean, Grundy is, isn't he? Actually, I don't know. Uh, Grundy's averaging 130. Oh, no, no. They, yeah, he had, a, he had that shit score in there as well. So, Sorry. yeah, Goldie's averaging Yeah, no, I'm the same. More, that's, but... that's what I'm going, 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 Grundy. But I don't think Goldie's too far behind. Uh, I just say I'm... Goldie's got Essen and Richmond the next two weeks. Oh, he's about to feast. Um, Richmond with fucking no Ruckman. Soldo. Yeah. Uh, Benny also asks, really lead towards Yaru back at home. Thoughts? I mean, fucking, I'm not a I think not a Benny's got fucking 75 trades this week. <laughs> and are we scared that a lot of primos and rookies will miss due to the hubs? Or if they're going oh. up there, they won't miss. Yeah, I, I think we've uh, only heard of it. Shane Edwards and Basher Hawley, for family reasons, staying down. And they're the Well, only... everyone else is gone. Yeah, they're the only players of note. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine. So, no, obviously, we're not scared. If they've gone up there, then... Are Richmond fucked? Are they just absolutely cooked now? Injuries you know, and this shit. You know what? They've had injuries. They, you know, I don't mind the stance they kind of have on uh, prioritising family and that kind of stuff. If they had a bit of a lull this year, um, next year, twenty-two games, a bit of a softer fixture, they might just they might just fucking come back to top two again. Yeah. yeah, next year. He also said this potty makes the start of my week. Keep up the good work, boys. On your Rothberg. Now we're a day behind because Bonds has to fucking <laughs> bypass Essendon. Um, Wombat. Hey, just quietly, Wombat hasn't got his name to the profile, so I think I can drop this. Wombat was the uh, member that I bought two of those kids' memberships for as well. Who, congratulations, had twin boys, Wombat. Cheers, Bombs. Thanks for saying you know Wombat. I, I, I just gave it a bit of a nod, mate. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, sorry. I don't have the fucking video <laughs> open when I'm reading out podcast <laughs> questions. <laughs> sorry, mate. I just gave you the nod. But, Thank uh, you. Yeah. Uh, rank in order, please. Have 781K in the bank. Oh, so he's... Yeah, I like this. This is a little bit outside the square to normal. All right. Number one, Noble to Ridley. Two, Get Arts. Three, Pitt to Grundy. Four, trade Raul or Viney to who? Got Neil McRae, Crips Fife. He can do two of them. So what are the two most important things there? I think one would probably be getting rid of Raul. Would you say? I think Noble to Ridley because of the amount of money. I think um... I like Raul to Ridley. You don't know that he's got DPP to do that. I'm sure if you do. If not, then yeah. maybe Noble. Or... I reckon Noble might come back in this week. 
We'll see if Noble's not named. I think Noble to Ridley. I think Ridley's one of the more priorities because of his price and break price, even yeah. at the moment. And um, then Pitt to Grundy if you can is a significant upgrade. But if man, you this can't, guy's. I think then get us. What's he, what's this guy got in the bank? Like five six hundred thousand. He's got seven hundred. No, so yeah. Sorry, seven hundred eighty-one k in the bank. Oh, in the bank. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, it. Pitt yeah, Pitt to Grundy, Noble to Ridley. Yeah, but if Noble's named, see if you can. Well, even if Noble's yeah. not named, see if you can do some DPP and get Rao yeah. over. So to I would prefer to get Rao to Ridley if you can with DPP. That gets you Pitt to Grundy, and then that can get you Arts and someone else. Under and just way. an example of how you can do this kind of stuff because it's not just one move. It's not okay. We trade Rao, we put yeah. Rivers into the midfield, and then I can get a defender. You could do it the following way: you could trade out Rao, yep. put you know Simpkin, Whitfield, Devon Smith, any one of those types into your midfield. Then Dude go Rick. grab Stephen Hill from uh, your defence or Brander. Or Brander. Yep. Switch him to your forward line. Then all of a sudden you've got a spot vacant there in your defence. I tell you what, if you've got Brander and Hill and you've got them as swings as well, you've got one up forward, one down back, it's fucking useful moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For those Patreons, if you don't understand that, Thursday hit us up on chat. Thursday night. Thursday night, our live chat will tell you exactly how to yep. It is thing. vital information. Uh, Mickey Ryan, who is a new member, so welcome, Mickey. Um, Stasevich, Buterick, and Brown all have break-evens above 60. Who do you think needs to go first? Stasevich and Brown. Yeah, well, I think if they're all named, then you just hold on to whoever's out of that team first. Um, and really, I mean, Stasevich is the most likely out of the three to go a high score, I'd say. Um, yeah. And I think yeah, Buterick's job say, security is better. I would, yeah, I'd probably say Brown now, too. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. No, nah, they're... I think Brown might stay in that team because there's about four like Collingwood players who need to go. I'll tell you now, if Jamie Elliott, if he's not out of that, I, I don't understand how he Strongly continues to get a game. Agree. Strongly agree. I mean, he gets picked on his name, not on what he puts out Correct. on the field. He's a woeful player. Strongly agree. Lazy. He's been lazy too. Um, Varco was ordinary, but first game back. Cox is Cox. Um, yeah. Hey, See, we said this the other week, didn't we? We said, "Oh, people are shouting out, where's Cox? They bring him in, and then everyone hangs him to yeah. hangs him out to dry." Yeah, he's just look. I don't mind if Cox plays, though. Honestly, like I think I don't think he should have played the other night because it was wet. I think that was the first mm. mistake. But you get Cox in a full strength team, it's not bad. But Elliot was woeful. Thoughts? Um, uh, Stevenson was pretty lazy as well. Yeah. Um, he's always been lazy, but he's somehow manages to impact games kick out, more yeah. consistently. And that's the thing with Elliot. He's just lost so much. But this isn't what we're talking about. We're here to talk about that. <laughs> Supercoach. Rogo. Uh, above, he said, like this, my current mids, Neil, Cripper, Titch, McRae, Kelly. Best upgrade for Rao considering those. I'm thinking Gaff or Duncan. I prefer Gaff Duncan. over Duncan, but at the moment, I think I prefer Duncan over Gaff because of the drop that you're about to get with Gaff. And then he asks about Sickles Rob. We've already spoken about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wills from Supercoach Elites, the admin. He just wants his name fucking read out on the podcast. Is that what you want, Will? Does that make you happy? I hope it does. Um, Will, arguably one of the hardest working fucking backroom staff we have. Arguably. Well, yeah, actually, because we do have Joel. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, look, Joel and Will, they do a lot of work. And if you ask Pete, apparently Pete thinks he does the most work, but... <laughs> We say if we get back onto the topic of Pete, <laughs> he actually requested that he actually starts getting paid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you hear that? Oh. He he's requested formally. You know he's gone through the CEO. He's gone no, he's gone through his line manager, the area manager. He's gone through. He's gone all the way to the top, Corey. 
He's, he's formally requested he gets paid. There's about six or seven. Scores. There's about <laughs> six or seven blokes who get paid for us, and I'm telling you, there's about six or seven <laughs> members in our fucking Discord alone that would do that for free weekly. He has one job, literally. Community. He has one job. He posts scores every week. He does about four of the games, if that, and fucks up half of them. <laughs> but he's still my favourite. I love you, Pete. But he is a very good bloke. Oh, that's <laughs> good. very good golfer. I've heard by the way. Very, very good golfer. Yeah. Uh, option one. So he's Will again. Who wanted to get his name without the forgot? Will SCE. Hey, I tell you what, Will's good at too. He's actually good at fucking replying to the members in uh, admin advice as well. Uh, option one: Georgiades to Arts and Rowder Haynes. Oh, well, love that. Georgiades yep. to Arts, Rowder Duncan. Buterick yep. to Arts and Stasevich to Haynes with 305k in the bank to deal with round next week. Or Buterick to Arts, round and Neil. Neil. Yeah, I agree. You actually just can't not have Neil. Yeah. Although he's 130 on the weekend, put his break even to 167. Yeah, he probably hits that this week. <laughs> uh, the serial Tom, pest. Tom aren't going to run with him, that's for sure. Nah, I don't think Geelong can run with anyone, to be honest. And uh, I'll tell you what, Parfit's done a fucking good job lately. He's averaging 10 tackles a game. Yeah. Yeah, good, good chat. I'm sure there'll, and sure there'll, be, a, there'll be a question and, about Parfit, I'm sure. In and 103 Supercoach points. Yeah, I'm not picking him, though. Well, we'll speak to you next week. The Serial Pest. Hey, guys, how did Dizzy go this week? <laughs> oh, not but good. I'll tell bro- you what, bro- Hold on. He broke his eight on. Have we spoken about that? Can we do a golf we, segment? We have. We can do a golf segment. We'll <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about it. You ever met a bloke that just, you will not hear from him. The second he top scores in Divi 1 for a week, <laughs> I can let you know about it. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> will, can you confirm whether Diz has paid Pete for the bet regarding Pies v. Vomit? <laughs> Hasn't as of yet. Let's, I, let's fucking throw him under the bus here. So last, last week, last Thursday, was it Pops? We are no, in the was... admin chat. And I was fucking, I was giving nah, people. It wasn't stick. last Thursday. It would have been way before that. It was before the side bottom news Wednes- broke. Like yeah, two Wednesday, days Tuesday. So. Yeah, yeah. It would have been like Tuesday. Sunday or Monday the week before. I think it was just Tuesday. And anyway, I was giving Pete a big. Pete was talking about how the bottom. No, because it was after pods, so it was Tuesday. Okay. Pete was, you know, giving it back to me, saying, "Call me a flog and whatever, whatever else you want to call me." So I said to Pete, "I said, how about we go five hundred head to head, Bombers v Collingwood." <laughs> <laughs> Pete didn't bite much. Little fucking cereal pest knew that he'd take 50 bucks. So he come underneath me, put in the $50 offer, and Pete took it. Yep. So all week, this is fucking claiming yeah, he's going to get 50 bucks on Pete. Fuck him. He's going to make him pay him. Blah, 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 blah. And then they win. Dizzy still has not paid up the bet. His actual dog. He's Going actual on the dog. basis that didn't, didn't send handshake emoji. <laughs> Now, I kind of agree with him there. There was no like verbal handshake of the bet. So, oh, unlucky gosh. Pete, send the handshake emoji <laughs> next time. Maybe oh, you'll get yeah, paid. Uh, Table King, love the potty fellas. I'm a big fan of Table King as well. 2030 got me 787 wins. L- lucky. Probs best you don't punt at CB or at Corey. Uh, who knows what you could be buying next? Viney back to being shit goes for near with Rau Trade. Say that again. Okay, so he said I shouldn't punt because I had to buy the membership. Um, that's the least of my worries this week. I couldn't fucking sort of the yarn at the moment. 
Um, and Viney is shit again. Should he go to Neil with Rao? So I think Rao down, Viney up. Oh, okay. Um, it's at that section though again now. If you've got Viney, you almost have to stick with it, don't you? I think Viney's a bit different. People seem one score from him and they uh, their jocks got a little bit excited, Corey. And <laughs> um, you know what? If you're going to soil yourself like that, then fucking sit in it. What do you want from me? Um, you never should have got Vaughn. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? That would have been a Brett kind of move. Um, does he go round? Well, you get Lockie Neal. Yeah, I mean, you. I said this in the Patreon last week, and I don't think, I think it was that Trav guy. I don't think he liked it too much. I said, you know, would you pay 375000 or something like that for Neal? And he goes, yeah, yeah. This well, yeah. One, and, and I said, well, then that's what you're paying for Neil. You're not paying 780000 because you're not buying one Lockie Neils, you're buying two. Until he double drops fucking, <laughs> until Grundy drops 150 on a Friday night. Then you're only buying one Lockie Neil. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but still, 130 week in, week out. Like You take that. Yeah. You've got um, such security in your uh, in your captains when you've got Neil there. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, Frogger, who is arguably one of my most favourite fans. Now, Frogger does not disappoint with a meme every single week. <laughs> yeah, loves the meme. Every single yeah. week without fail, he just delivers. That Segler meme that we posted the other day, that was Frogger. He just nails him. He's the fucking best meme creator ever. You want to know the best part about Frogger? Bloke lives in Switzerland. Yeah, oh, this is the bloke. Yeah. Okay, big fan of this guy. Massive fan of Frogger. Um, Arts v. Harry Jones. Arts. Mm. Long Jones term, I think Harry Jones. Harry Jones was ball, like, yeah, really long. It's his position. position. I think, but I think he can grab Arts this week. He can grab Jones next week. Yeah, agreed. Um, Segler, cut or keep faith? I'm keep faith. Just for keep a week faith. or two. Just give him yep. more than just half a quarter. Oh, fuck me. This is Frogger. Fucking Frogger. How can I pump your boots when you ask dumb shit like this? Come on, mate. Jack Stephen, could you condone? Almost straight swap for mature rookie. You get another 100, you can do it. Doing a lot of sideways shit. That's the problem. Um, Jack Gack. <laughs> and his photo is also Toehill, I think. Is that two people with a Toehill photo? I think it is. It might not be. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Is Mitch Duncan for 600k underrated? Yeah, hell yeah. He's only in one yeah. percent of teams, averaging 118. He's the second best midfielder, in my opinion, at the moment. PS points wise, yeah. Yeah, and I agree with this. PS, where's Raging Bombs been? Been a bit calm this year for my liking. Well, yeah, well, you know why? It's the Get new blood pressure meds. It's the new and, blood pressure meds. It's because Brett's not here. And it's also no, well, you know what? As a you know, big, big sort of saying this, Corey, is that don't really give two flying fucks about this year. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm here for the the love of the game to provide you know some sort of relief to people who might be a bit bored. I mean, you know, we're in lockdown again. This will give them something to listen to, something to do. And I'm just here just to just to talk shit for a little bit, Corey. Otherwise, you wouldn't fucking see me. You here for the Patreon, right, boss? Well, essentially, Corey, they may have put in financially, so I feel compelled now to remain for the year. <laughs> Otherwise, you probably wouldn't have. You ought to be on twelve month hiatus. Yeah, <laughs> I good thing about this lockdown, though. Like seriously. Like, you know, I'll still be at work, so that's all right. Sorry to anyone that has lost their jobs and bullshit again. It's fucking crap. But the fact we can go play golf still. Oh, Dance. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not lockdown never exists. I don't do much. I'm a very simple man. Bombs. About, I play Rose golf. A, play golf on a Thursday, Friday. I drink from fucking 
Monday to Sunday. Water, that is. Yeah, that's it. Um, I'll work the rest of the day and I do a podcast normally on a Monday night, sometimes on a Tuesday night. Occasionally, <laughs> I'll say dumb shit, and which then makes in between, me shave my head. And then in between, you give grief. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's all I do. <laughs> Life's easy, mate. Life's easy. <laughs> Spend about four minutes with my missus every night. That's good. Um, Millsy. Three and a half too much, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Millsy, who, again, another one of my favourite Patreons. Big fan of Millsy. Um, which one of these, looking at my rookies in my team, I'm thinking I can't sideways the likes of Segler and Smith and need to keep upgrading rookies. Smart man. Which, uh, with that in mind, I'm thinking, oh, I'm thinking option A, but let me know your thoughts. Option A, out Buterick and Rao in Ridley and Arts, which is what I'm doing. Gives him cash mm-hmm. to go Pitsagorn in either next week or the week after. Or oh. out Rao and Segler in Titch and Ridley. I'm A. Yep, also. Just because it gives you Gorn in the future. <laughs> Jetters. <laughs> Should I back Lipinski for first goal scorer every round for the rest of the season? If you don't, Jettas would be somewhat disappointed. Can't wait for the week he doesn't do it and he kicks it. And just for another punting story, Corey, because, you know, we, we're just full of stories these days, aren't we? This is probably uh, why the podcast's gone for three hours tonight. Yeah, I, I reckon <laughs> the listeners, I reckon we've had the most fucking uh, positive feedback we've had in years, and it's because we barely talk supercoach anymore. We just talk <laughs> religiously, absolute fucking bullshit about how shit we are at punting. And golf. And golf. Um, and a couple of stories about Diz and Pete. Um, now, Jed has actually backed first goal on the weekend, Corey. We were yeah, in, we're this in, is actually a seriously good fucking story. We were in Discord. We were in the Discord chat. And uh, he goes, because I don't mind the first first goal scoring is pretty much the only thing I have a bit of a punt on. And um, and he goes, well, who are we liking tonight, Bombs? After giving him a roast last week about Lipinski. And I said, yeah, no, no, Collingwood's playing. I, I kind of always like Stevenson or, um, you know, I don't, didn't mind Trav Varco the other night as well. And he goes, yeah, Stevenson, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll stink him then. I was thinking I'm going to take it. And I go, yeah, what's he at? I said, usually we get him about 15 plus odds. He was at 13 to one. Now, I'm a man of principles, Corey. Yep. So I, I refused to take the punt because I said to him, no, nah, I, <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I want 15s. I want 15s. I'm not taking 13s. I'm not taking it. And uh, he's come out and snagged the first two of the game. Now, the beauty of that is, though, Corey, that I ended up taking Varco, but I also took Jaden Stevenson to kick one of the first three goals of the game at 5-1 to one on sports. Which, if you can get that weekly, I think, is take. a fucking incredible bet. Yeah. Nah, so 5-1, to one, I was very happy with uh, with clean up on that one. But good on your Jettas. I mean, Lipinski fucked you the week before, but you had Stevenson on uh, Friday night, it was, wasn't it? Now that's it. If you want one for tomorrow, anyone listening tonight, stand down. Ruben Blue. Fucking seriously good horse. Don't put your house on it. Don't put anything on it. Don't bet. Just watch it. Just watch it. <laughs> just watch it. And then just when it loses, just think, Corey, with that hairdo, he might suit the streets a little more. Can't trust it. Mate, if you know anything, I'll fucking, I would have put the house on Collingwood last week if you'd give me two to one. So take that into account and do not follow. Oh, Ruboy, 23. I reckon he barracks in North Melbourne, this bloke. Should steal. Worth. Should, should steal. Where the fuck did I get that? I read Jettas. Jack Steele. Worth a look. His numbers are awesome and makes a good pod. Yeah, I mean. Another one of those tackling things. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not searching for points of, points of differences, if people don't know what yeah. pods are. 
Um, I'm just searching for the, the best guys. And um, it, it might just be a name thing because when you look at his numbers, you think, yeah, you know what? He's, he's doing some good things. He's only had one score below 114 this year. That it was 73. But then you weigh that up against Bont and you're like, well, Bont's had like fucking five scores out of five under one, 114 or whatever it is. So that was a bit of a jab at Bont. But I mean, he's averaging 117 on the year. Yeah, that's great. Um, but for me, it's it's a no for now and I'll, you know, stick to my traditional guys. But it's probably maybe because I don't have the balls to do something like that. But up to you, mate. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't be going Jack Steele either. Um <laughs> Daza. Hey, Corey, big fan of Essendon. I've been disappointed how you spoke at this great club this year. How about a little respect? Do we trust Ridley and Parfit? Hashtag Bombers flag. Um, this cockhead goes for Bulldogs, and he's probably the reason why fucking... Fuck, Pally he copped. Shit. I'm a big fan of Daza. He copped double the shit that I copped on Friday night. <laughs> yeah, good. When, when Collingwood lost to Essendon. He, he, probably, right. he <laughs> probably fucking deserved it, Corey. Yeah, yeah I definitely does. <laughs> um, Parfit, Corey, fair income. Nah, I mean, this I know, is one of those... He's playing midfield, though. I know, but, I mean, yeah. you look at the sort of history this guy's had on the field, and I'd be surprised if he was still playing in five weeks. So I'm not going anywhere near it, and I think he knows how we feel about Ridley. Yeah. And I just realised I answered Daz's question. Corey, next time remind me not to answer. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, this is actually the best of it. You know, Daz joined his chat. You leave. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. Uh, I'm a big Daz fan. Me and Daz, you know, you know what I like about Daz is, you know, man, I'm a late night gamer, so yeah. you know, we finish the pot. I jump like Daz is always still at work, so he'll just have a chat to me. I don't know if I can reveal that if Daz works with anyone else. <laughs> I know he's going to have the phone on the floor. Corey, so that's I don't think prospective employers out there are being like, okay, now, where's Daz and who's <laughs> oh, he talking to? I don't know. If, you know, maybe <laughs> Daz is like to the rest of the boys that work. Oh, fucking listen to this podcast and just <laughs> running under the bus. Uh, Benny Rothberg, thoughts about Luke Parker? And then pod question mark. Um, yeah, uh, we feel about pods. I feel like me and you, we feel about pods the same. Don't go chasing them. Just chase the guys that are been good in the top echelon. But and we said this, oh, well, not we. I said this last week. His ability to put together half a year and then just turn to absolute yeah. shit. But the other um, thing too is, is I'm, again, I almost feel a little bit, I shouldn't feel disrespected because it's got nothing I can do with me. But I feel a little bit, uneasy that so many people, especially out in the social media community, are talking about Luke Parker, but aren't looking at the extra fucking 20 to 30k going, Duncan, who's dropping an extra 10 points on him every week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, I think that if you want a pod, go Duncan. Yeah. I, th- I think that probably the thing is, if you look at those two, is that you look at Parker and you're like, okay, Parker's in my midfield, but Maybe people who are looking at Duncan are probably like, nah, actually, I'm taking Danger. Because, you know, you go Danger Duncan, immediately you're like Danger. Yeah. And then, or you're like, okay, now I've got to run both of them. People don't like that as much. I'm, I'm not too sure. Yeah. The best thing about Duncan is he's, he's playing exactly like Gaff does. Mm. Like it's just all outside ball, feed me. He does nothing and gets Yeah. yeah and you say that every week. You fucking crack it about how little he does yeah. for what he, what he gets. Yeah. Um, Lockerty. <laughs> Who the fuck is this, by the way? Where did this come from? Uh, how long do we keep telling ourselves that Sicily's going to be top six? Well, he's top one in my list, so. He's had one bad score. Nah, the defender hasn't scored I bad. Think he, oh, he had that shit out. Shit half last week. But 
Yeah, but yeah. he still scored well in the game. Are we are we worried that out of eight quarters of football, he's managed to put six bad ones out in the last two weeks? I mean, it's James Sisley. Did we think he was going to put eight out of eight yeah. good quarters? Good answer. We're bound to get this, weren't we? Hmm. And they got fucking hammered too. Who else is better than him? I mean, that's what I want to know. Yeah, okay, look, it's fine to put these out there, but aside from maybe Doherty, Haynes, um, Ridley... Yeah, but ask yourself the question, too. On the start of the season, out of them, who were you starting? Yeah, that's right. And, 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 and obviously Jake Lloyd into that mix. I mean, Sisley's still a contender. And most people would have been Laird or Sis. Yeah. I, th- I think Sisley's still a contender, like, for the fifth sort of defender position. Yeah, Maynard, okay, okay, maybe we're disres- maybe I'm disrespecting oh, him a little bit. And maybe Caleb Daniel as well. But you know what? Maynard was fucking like 85 at half time, only ended up on 116 as well. <laughs> yeah. Lucky oh, to get fuck. 116, I reckon. I said that in the Elite chat. I said, fucking Maynard's done nothing. How the fuck's he on 85? And everyone uh, he, he was our best player on the ground the other night. But didn't, think he was, didn't think he had 85 point half, Corey. No, I can agree with that. Oh, fuck he had about Lord. 15 touches and 12 I'll tell you what, Tipper was best on ground the other night, but fucking no <laughs> That guy is fucking incredible. Um, the Hoff, big fan of the Hoff too. If I upgrade Pitney via Rao, do we go Gorn or Goldstein? Who is He's upgrading Pitney via Rao? Yeah. So Can be trading... done with DPP. Because if he's got a ruck forward, if he's got the three of them, or right he's, forward. Or, or maybe, no, nah, maybe he means he's going to go round down and pit now up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or that always moving Seglin. But Gorn or Gold, I'm, I'm Gorn. Yeah, Gorn. Yeah. I think Gorn's the number one, and then it's a toss up between Grundy and Goldstein, yeah. to be honest. But I think I feel more secure with Grundy, but Gold is not a bad selection. If uh, people chasing those pods, you run week to week with. Um, with Grundy v uh, Goldie, then that that's kind of like the pod, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Destructos Devils. I have 165k in the bank. Option one. Fuck, I hate it when people don't spread these out. Um, <laughs> Star switch straight up to Ridley and round a rookie. Um, when teams are dropped, ready to upgrade another mid rookie to a premium next week. Option two. Round a Boke, Parker, Steele, Duncan. Current premium is Neil Titch, McRae, Gaff, Cribs. Fuck, I like those. Starsevich is a mid-defender, so I see no reason why you can't trade Raul um, directly to um, Ridley by swinging Starsevich into his midfield. Yeah. Uh, and Frogger. <laughs> Last question, by the way. Who is the angriest dwarf of all time, and why is it Alistair Clark's? <laughs> Oh, I mean, people give this guy shit. Fair him four flags. Um, well, I don't know if we'll ever see another coach like this. His ability is just amazing. I don't and know. Then, not to mention, I mean, his players were getting fucked. He doesn't care about some of the games. His players are getting fucked up on the weekend. The he bloke's just... trying to win a game of football. Yeah, like he gives a flying toot. All right. That's it for questions. That was fucking really long tonight. That's not even the run sheet that we've got. We're going to fuck the run sheet. <laughs> Captain's voice, Captain's bombs. Uh, all right, no, Corey. Bonfart, so... No, Bonfart, before no? we go to Captain's okay. voice, Captain's, we've got golf chat. <laughs> we got golf chat. Get all right, golf So, you tell, us tell me what happened. Now, you told me last week what happened. I wasn't there. We, were, we were out on the course. You weren't Not there. Not we. I wasn't there, yeah. What was the photo you received? I received a photo of an iron of some sorts yep. snapped roughly down the exact middle 
like at complete what, snap. What was said that happened? And I was told that there's a broker club, and I couldn't be way? more. Well, that he potentially got angry, and went up to a tree and whacked the tree with his fucking eight iron, and it's totally snapped in half. And how were you feeling after this happened? So happy. Now, can <laughs> confirm. Can concern that I watched Dizzy Nanas. So me, Kyle, and Dizzy were out on the course, and it was Dizzy Nanas. Dizzy fucking Lalas, I should say. I watched the club go one of the furthest throws I've ever seen. Um, now, we can confirm that Dizzy's last couple of rounds, I don't think he shot under a 70 on a fucking round of nine. Yeah. He hasn't He hasn't beat me in the last three rounds. Beat absolute caca. Even Kyle. Kyle annihilated me the other day. Yeah. We'll let you know on a little secret. Didn't snap it. Wasn't his cup. Found yeah, it. I had, you know, I had a sneaky <laughs> suspicion. I had a sneaky fucking suspicion because when he said today that he went out and bought a new driver and I said to him, did you pick up a new eight iron? He turned around and uh, and he goes, oh shit, I forgot to buy an eight iron. Yeah. Now, if Dizzy really snapped his eight iron, he, he would have picked one up. And you would have heard more about it. So that, look, that, that did not happen. He wanted me to run with it and get it on the pod. And <laughs> but I do have a golf story. Okay, so we know oh. I can't hit a par. That's that's the thing. I went out and had a hit last Thursday on my own down at uh, fucking beautiful course in Mandalay. Um, first hole with no one there, hand on heart, swear to God, parred. What's yep. the rule? If no, no one, one else saw it, no one else was there. Didn't happen. I'm happy to accept that. So anyway, I've walked I've walked the 18 at Mandalay. Then Dizzer and Kyle come down in the afternoon. Um, so Kyle's this uh, little brother of the cerebral pest. Anyway, he comes down, here we go. This is next to me. Um, yeah, so uh, I've rocked up in the morning. And it's, it's a nice club house, and I will, will not knock it. Fantastic course. I rock up, and I've got uh, I've got basketball shorts on. You know, I've come down in a hurry, and it's a it's you know a bit of an up there club. So I've rocked up, and he's like, "Oh, where are you, where are your shorts?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fucking, I don't know. I'm used to playing fucking Craigie Burn in the airport with you guys." So I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, I know. Fuck it. I've got a pair in the cargo switch. He's like, nah, just hide the drawstring. You'll be right, guy. Right, have a hit. It's a Thursday. Don't worry about it. So I walk out, play 18 for the day. Dizzy comes down late in the afternoon, calls me up. Dizzy, Kyle, rock up. Yeah, so they call me. Kyle's an all-adder on the course. He hasn't got the correct pants on. This is the afternoon. Some of the blokes at the coffee house. So I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm stuck behind the slowest group of the day. You know, fuck it. Behind them. So I end up skipping the last and come down to the clubhouse. I rock up and Kyle's got these really nice pants. They're, they're, they are technically trackies, but you couldn't tell. They're a hundred fucking hundred and fifty buck pair of Nikes. They're in pristine condition. And I'm like, hang on. So I'm in fucking basketball shorts and this can't allowed to go fuck. Oh, sorry, I jumped it again. He's not allowed to come in. <laughs> yeah. He's not allowed to come in in his shorts. So yeah, long story short, it wasn't around. So we got a pair. Now I'm a big boy. Kyle's not a big boy. So we got a pair of my chinos out of the car, put them on Cole. They were about, I'm telling you, 10 sizes too big. So he's wrapped them up. He's tucked them into his socks, walked up to the clubhouse and then paid for a round of golf, come out there, met me on the first, whatnot. So, yeah, again, we, can, we all know I can't hit a par. Cole's parred one of the par threes. We've gone out the back. We're on the par five. Me and Cole both gone straight down the fairway. Then Cole's put it in a bunker. I've put it basically on straight down again. It was par five, this one. Cole's then gone from what did he go? No, he went shot, drive, thing, then in the bunker for three near the hole. 
He's then fucked up and gone bunker to bunker on the left side of the hole. He's like, if I get this in, you've got to give me 100 bucks. I'm like, yeah, no worries. Like, fucking bunker. One of the steepest bunkers in Mandalay. He's whacked it, shit ass shot, rolled up the side of the bunker, and not even joking, straight up in the air, like literally just straight up in the air, hit the green, power rolled straight in the hole <laughs> for a par. And I'm just like... And meanwhile, you're here for 18 months not hitting this. the par. <laughs> so, I was pretty angry. The only par I hit for the day, no one was there. You probably need to wear those pants if you're any shot of a par on uh, Thursday. It was, uh, it was incredible. It was... And the best part about the whole thing is, is I missed it. He <laughs> was out in another bunker cracking the shit. I think that was the same hole he threw his club on. He launched actually, his club that hole. Absolutely. You actually have to be um, watching that as well. You don't want to miss that sort of shit. It's why you watch, was, have to watch Mink, every We didn't shot. say anything. We looked at each other. So Kyle's my own cousin. We looked yeah. at each other. Just like, did not say a word. Didn't say a word. Offered him the 100 bucks too. He didn't take it because he's a good man. Unlocked the Essendon supporters. <laughs> so that's where this week's golf story. <laughs> Vice captain and captain bother. Um, now, Neil, Grundy, Goldie, Gorn. If they're not in the top four, Corey, I really don't know who the fuck else I'd, I'd honestly put in there. But you have a look at it, and I'll tell you now, actually, well, because I like to sort of drop random shit every now and then, but Gorn against Wits, I don't mind. Goldie against um, Phillips, I don't mind. And Grundy against uh, Segler or McAvoy, it depends what happens there. But one of those guys, I think, uh, going into Lockie, well, Lockie Neal, the VC on the Thursday night's the most obvious thing, but I don't think it really matters because we're taking Lockie Neal, I think, um, on that Thursday night. Now, I just want to give a shout-out. Corey, because I know we've been speaking about a lot of Ruckman, but there's one Ruckman in the last three weeks that's done some serious super coach damage. Who is it? Do you want me to say it or do you want to drop it? Yeah, no, say it. Timmy English. Yeah, no. And genuinely, he looked like an absolute donkey in the first two, but 120, 145, and 125 in his last three. And and I'd highly recommend in draft teams out there, um, you might want to do a bit of work to get him in. Ability around the ground. Yep, and, and you know what? Uh, ability to do it around the ground. He's had a spike in his hit-outs to advantage as well in the last uh, fortnight to three weeks. So things in that kind of space are doing well. But seriously, if, if you're not a Lockie Neal owner, then you're VC and probably Grundy on the Friday night. And if you don't have one of Neal or Grundy, then well, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, to be honest. Yeah, I'll be Lockie Neal on the Thursday night. Into... Yep. If I had Grundy, it would be Grundy. If I had... um. If I had Goldstein, it'd be Goldie because I don't think Phillips gets to be physical against Todd Goldstein. I think Todd Goldstein's too strong for that. Um, and you know yeah. what? Grundy went 151. And if you heard anything from the commentators, I reckon Phillips played the game of his life. Yeah. And was best on ground. Yep. And Grundy went 151 in that. So, you know, we assume Phillips isn't going to have another best on ground performance. Well, let's face it, he wasn't. And Goldie's probably going to go 150 again. But... Fuck, it's actually su- such a worry with Hawthorne and Grundy because they're going to need Big Boy to jump over Grundy. I don't think Big Boy can outdo Segler on the Rock. Yeah, well, Clarko thinks he can. No, I think Clarko um, th- thinks Segler's more agile and prominent as a forward as opposed yeah. to Big Boy. So yeah. I'll tell you, tell you, Big Boy was fucking... Big Boy was good in the Rock on the weekend. He was heaps better than Segler. Um, fuck. There was someone else I lost. I actually just forgot. From this week in terms of a player? Yeah. Um, I don't know who it might be, mate. Um, nah. Gone. Tom Mitchell against Collins. Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. Touches, How so. fucking... Did you watch the West Coast game on the weekend? No. I'm a Nick Nat Nui owner. Yeah. 
I'll tell you, I actually felt really hard done by. <laughs> he dominated that game. Like, dom- and me and Joel were talking about it because I think Joel might have first nicked that on the weekend. Joel, for those who don't know, Joel's the one who does uh, the beautiful one to watch fucking post every week that everyone has been hanging for and it's finally back. And what does he call those things? What does he call it? Uh, some break-even spreadsheet. Yeah, it's, fuck, it's yeah, fucked. It's fucked. It's a good saying. sheet anyway. Um, and, yeah, we were talking about it because well, we both – I didn't check scores. I was listening to the game because I was at work and it was a little bit quiet. So I actually got to listen to the whole first quarter. Um, sorry, I actually watched the first quarter. I shouldn't be saying that. I was at work. But, um, yeah, and I was like, fuck it. He's going to be on 40, 50 plus. He was on like 27. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. Scoring's a bit weird sometimes. Fuck it's a weird season, you. but – um, yeah, uh, you know, when hey, you said... Speaker Lee, you want to fucking throw Jolly under the bus? Traded out Curtis Taylor last week. Oh, Corey, what do you think he you know, writes spreadsheets and he's not on the podcast? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll make a comment about that in the chat as well. Um, um, Tom Mitchell against Collingwood, Corey. We know his ability to rack it up. Um tagged. Yeah, 167 and 158 in his last two versus Collingwood with a career average of 126 over seven games. So you want something left field. I mean, Tom Mitchell might be your guy, but I just don't see how you go past Neil into Grundy, Gorn or Goldie, to be honest. Strongly agree. Anything to Al, Al start? Because it's been a fucking long, long podcast. Yeah, I think next week we'll be back to regular time. No Essendon talk. Um, we'll probably reduce story time because I reckon we're going to get a few words about that. <laughs> nah, bullshit. That's fucking <laughs> what people listen to. What, what are we story time? Oh, I can't even fucking remember. We had golf. What was the uh, first one? Corey, I don't fucking know. Not a wanna know. Let's just cut it here, mate. Big story time. <laughs> Actually, you got any other stories? I've got none that I want to share right now, mate. Late on a, late on a Tuesday night, we <laughs> yeah. know how much you fucking hate late nights. Not night. happy. I love my sleep. Hey, look, I will say thank you for making me feel a little bit better tonight. I might go grow my hair back for next week. And, uh, yeah, maybe a few less rosés next week as well, Corey, and uh, yeah, things will no, be back to normal. We'll take that into account. Maybe story time will go a little bit less with a couple of less rosés. All right, list on behalf of Bombs, myself, uh, Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites and not Brett because he's a fucking dog. Peace out, community, and thank you for watching slash listening.